Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash watch out for fireballs. Over 100,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Why did you spit out the fireball, Louie? It was too spicy. All right, uh, take five. Go get some lunch. Clear your head. Uh, we will just uh, dub you over in post, I guess. I see as a cake and a frosting word. Golden Globe's erotic filmmaking producers of Spreading Redding, The Wet Valley of the Breastclaw, Ghouls Gone Wild 4, Glogals Give All, Vicky Does Vault City, Modoc, Modic, Well Fluffing Room, Fluffing Room. Ah, here we go. All right, Gerald, how's the talent doing? Full chub, half chub, what are we looking at? Uh, he ain't doing so good, boss. Fluffing? Why do they call it fluffing? It doesn't look like a pillow to me, except for the bottom scrotomy part. But uh, it's, it's, it's just been a while since I've seen a pillow, you know what I mean? I mean, you ever slept standing up in a garbage can? Some guy named Clue always trying to take your shoes? Gerald, please cut the shtick. I don't have time for this shit. We're on a tight schedule. This ain't the Shark Club. You done bomb there. They don't make pornos like they used to, I tell you. They used to have titles. Funny titles. I was waving a broken bottle at a ghoul who wanted my sandwich, and he wouldn't hear a word about my comedy-themed porno. I call it Rim Shots. You see, it sounds a little bit like Rim John. Jesus Christ. Between you and Louie, nobody's ever going to get to see some tits to build a cream on. What's happening to my career? Low point, eh? Don't talk to me about low points. I got chased out of NCR because my jokes made the Brahmin stampede. They kicked my daughter out of private school, but still billed me for the full semester. She won't even talk to me anymore. Basically, what I'm saying is, I don't got a lot of options. If you won't fluff that hog, I'll find someone who will... Hmm. Fluffin' hog, money shots, money shots. There's gotta be something there. Um, something about... Hey, is that a fireball? Sweet! It's only slightly moist, and only has a hair or two on it. Look out, world, I'm coming to get ya! Solid food, hooray! My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro video games podcast. And this week, for this episode, rather, we are continuing our discussion of Fallout 2, which is a computer role-playing game developed by Black Isle Studios and published by Interplay Entertainment for the PC and Mac in 1998. Yep, and if you want more generalities and history on this game, go listen to the previous episode. And in any case, yeah. go listen to the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. what are you <laughs> don't, doing Don't here? start on this. It's weird. <laughs> um, it's for, it's two-parter. Yeah. Um, last time we settled a dispute between Vault City and the nearby town of Gecko, and now we set our sights on the mining towns of Redding and Broken Hills in order to continue our search for the mythical Gek. Yes. 
Yes. So the plot kind of picks up there. You know, the search for the gag, not going too hot. Uh, you know, it's kind of a shaggy dog story. Everybody either thinks that uh, the Chosen One is looking for geckos, uh, which I really like what they do with that, um, mm-hmm. or they point him to Vault City, uh, where he's already been. So follow, yep. following the only leads, uh, head south to those mining settlements and uh, New Reno. Yeah, and and you'll get a uh, like a quest specifically in Vault City. They'll t- send you to uh, to Redding and stuff, mm-hmm. but they're not the actual Gek trail. Kind of uh, kind of dries up a little bit here. Yeah, um, and you learn the existence of other vaults, but you're going to go search for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so after you settle disputes between the crime bosses of New Reno and discover the New California Republic, the Chosen One finally finds the mythical Vault Thirteen and the Gek within. But instead of a warm warm welcome for him from his tribesmen, he is instead greeted by a village that has been raided by the Enclave. The remains of the U.S. government. Yes. So uh, go in there to, uh, to kick some ass, head south to a military base in Navarro in San Francisco, and ultimately out to this oil rig, which has the enclave on it, uh, and discovers the horrifying plan, which is to wipe out all mutants, which are is like everybody who is not enclave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Radiation yeah. makes any amount of radiation, and the just ambient FEV in the air mm-hmm. has made everyone a mutant. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, and, and you also learn the sinister secret of the vaults. Yes. As yeah, well. I, I I didn't realize that was the uh, that that was the first time that that had come up. Yeah, yeah. That this is where up until this point the vaults were played straight. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about that before because it's uh, well known now. People who play mm-hmm. you know uh, Fallout Three, mm-hmm. you know the kind of experimentation factor is really underlined. Yeah, because you go to you know, so many vaults too. Yeah, and and whereas have... at this point they are all really pretty much legit. Mm-hmm. Like they they do a really good job of hinting at this mm-hmm. without actually. Um, you know, going out and saying it until this point. Yeah. Like you'll hear about different ways that vaults could, uh, could have malfunctioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but you maybe wonder like if, if this was this grand plan for saving humanity, why is vault city the only time it worked? Right. And every, and this is why, mm-hmm. you know, the, the vaults were not meant to save anybody. Right. Um, yeah. So you kill the president. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Which, no, <laughs> I hope the NSA is not listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I did a Google search on that because I was getting frustrated. And at the second I hit enter, I was like, Oh no. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, um, so you kill the president. Yes. All the scientists um, blowing up the reactor and rescuing all the citizens of Arroyo and vault 13 and the chosen one saves the world and is granted the status of elder. Yep. Yep. So uh, one thing we I just uh, had that weird moment you know in the middle of the night where you realize you forgot something. I think in episode one we forgot to mention the cutscene. Did we mention the cutscene with Frank Horrigan? Uh, no, I don't know if I got it. Actually, I think I think you I think you did. It was probably a while ago, but it's mandatory. It happens like just kind of when traveling a couple days after, like where he shoots down some farmers. Okay. It's like the only for it's the foreshadowing with him because I was looking through your notes and you're talking about him kind of being oddly positioned as an emboss. Mm-hmm. Um, he does appear before this. There's a you run into a scene uh, somewhere between or like on your way to Modoc, okay. where he uh, he guns down some farmers and uh, advises you. You know you didn't see anything here, hmm. and you can fight him, but he will instantly kill you. Uh, yeah, because he's because he's Frank Horrigan. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little bit of foreshadowing there that I think we forgot. Yeah, just for completion, completionness sake. Yeah, so I, I, I have no recollection of that. <clears throat> if it was mandatory, I forgot it. Uh, but yeah, like the Horrigan still kind of comes out of nowhere for me. Yeah, he he yeah. still comes out of nowhere, but it's a little bit less out of nowhere. Okay, but just just mildly, I don't disagree with you. It's mostly nowhere, a little somewhere. Yeah, a little bit yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Ebrickell album. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Broken Hills. Yeah. 
It's uh, Broken Hills, not a lot to it, honestly. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. a mutant-friendly town. Uh, the the sheriff around them parts is Marcus, uh, who anybody who played uh, Fallout New Vegas recognizes Marcus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, anyone who watched Star Trek: The Next Generation recognizes his <laughs> awesome voice, Michael yep. Dorn. That's Worf. Um, yeah, he's got a really cool backstory. Yeah, like, I, I like I like the way this town was was founded mm-hmm. and such. Um, and that that plays in New Vegas as well because the name of the town he's in in New Vegas is Jacobstown. Mm-hmm. So after he leaves here, he goes and founds a town after his 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 best friend. Yeah, they they, they fought for so long that they ran out of ammo. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then wrestled until they forgot why they were fighting. Yep, and that's that's a nice little uh, story. Like one with the super mutants, and then later with um, Deathclaws. One mm-hmm. of the things that. Uh, Fallout. I think I mentioned this last episode, but it's following like a, a zombie movie narrative, right. where the initial enemy is the zombies, and then you realize it's other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the big bads from the first game are not really big bads in this one, right? You know, for the most part, like super mutants are not the enemy, death claws are not the enemy. Yeah, and, um, and that's the majority of the of the dialogue that you can have with Marcus, which is why are you not trying to kill me outright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because obviously, like if if you had grown up in this village where you know the original vault dweller founded it. Mm-hmm. You know, these these are boogeymen. Yeah, you know, to you, um, Marcus is recruitable, so you have to uh, do enough good deeds for the town, right? And uh, and you can take him with you. Um, he will shoot your people with yeah. first fire weapons. Yeah. So I like giving him a power fist or a ripper or something like that, mm-hmm. and he, then he's really good. Um, he can't put on power armor, which makes him a little bit, you know, not very hardy. Right. But uh, but I like having him with me just for. And then there's some buildings that places won't serve you. When you have him, or also if you have Lenny with you, yeah. But uh, I like the I like having a diverse party for this whole second half of the game. There's no more humans essentially, <laughs> um, with it with one exception. But it's a lot of uh, kind of weird weirdos you can recruit. Yeah, uh, you can't take them into Vault City at all. Yeah, yeah. Unless oh. uh, after the game, if you become captain of the guard, you can. Oh, okay. Uh, but you can. But if, unless you're captain of the guard, you can't take them into Vault City. I read something about like if you take him into uh, if you take him into Vault City and have the doctor uh, operate on him, you can get like a bunch of ammo out of his. You hide. get you get all the ammo from the fight. Yeah. that he talks about, which is great. Like it's a, what a weird little Easter egg, and it's so hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Like to get him into Vault City is really tricky. Mm-hmm. But if you do it, he's got tons of bullets under his skin. <laughs> so yeah, but he's cool. Like he he uh, hints at like super mutant physiology. I guess he can't take his take his armor off or whatever it is yeah like he talks he's about like thrown like, into it yeah 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 crazy mm-hmm. but yeah there's uh there's a problem with the mines this is a uranium town and uh somebody has sabotaged the the vents so that's kind of the main quest here uh which is to go grab some uh go grab some parts from new reno yeah yeah and then and then install them yeah. um the uh the kind of the trick to it is that uh or not the trick but the theming in this area is just you know racism yeah. but kind of a reverse racism where the uh the humans are the the ones who are you know not in control necessarily mm-hmm. and are uh you know plot being racist assholes yeah and uh plotting there's like it's real dark like one of the one guy had his you know all those citizens were killed mm-hmm. and then they tried to pin it on the mutants yeah um yeah so and yeah and Renesco, you get a little uh they try to do the little webbing where they send you to towns kind of ahead of time but i always yeah. try to complete a town before i move on yeah so i always resent going to new reno and then just having to like don't start anything like don't yeah. give me any quest i just mm-hmm. want to go back and finish this one and then i'll come back yeah and, do, you know. and especially if you have the car at this point going to new reno is kind of like going to wutai you're going to be stuck there uh, after you first show up because they uh they take your car yeah yeah, yeah. you got do you got your car back right yeah yeah okay cool um yeah you can get you can get it back but it, mm-hmm. it does it is like a uh you know, exactly. It's a lot like Wu Tai. It's a side quest you have to do. Right. Um, 
yeah. The uh, so you get to do that. You do the um, one of my favorite, or actually not one of my favorite. My favorite bit in here is the the intelligent deathclaw. <laughs> I love this. Like who has mentats and glasses on him? If you oh, try you to mean steal. The, the you mean the intelligent rat scorpion? Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah the, I'm sorry, not deathclaw. That, that comes later. Um, mm-hmm. Rat scorpion is what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the intelligent rat or rat scorpion. <laughs> yeah. How do you like, pick a lock with claws? Skitter, yeah. <laughs> skitter, <laughs> skitter. I love the skitter, skitter sound effect. Those cutscenes are amazing. Yeah. Did you um? Did you beat him? Uh, did yeah. Did you do the the chess quest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh it's Seymour, right? You have to replant Seymour. Yeah. And he gives yeah. you the the secret. <laughs> Yeah, so like the guy, like the scientist was experimenting with a plant who was so smart that he decided to play dumb <laughs> and not not be smart because he would get experimented on. Yeah, that's so good. But he's uh-huh. been watching, so he knows these chess moves. Yep, um, it's so good, mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, um, and also I you, just because of the character I was playing, I always did steal on everybody to see what they had, and I was like, oh god, he's wearing glasses. That's yeah, so cute. That's so funny. <laughs> It's so good. Um, yeah. And uh, that's like as much like, you know, kind of personality as this area gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I love when you beat him, he attacks you and all you have to do is run away. It's like, yeah, no. there's a little tantrum. It's like, it's like Bobby Fisher talking about how the Jews are out to get him. Yeah. Uh, if you try to steal from him and you fail, he has unique dialogue too. Oh yeah. Which is really great. Yeah. Like he says something about, um, I, I can't remember exactly what it is, but he, he'll, uh, he threatens you. Mm-hmm. There's something about like using his business claw. My business no. claw. Yeah. Oh man, um, the rubber bands on the other claw now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love that little bit. Mm-hmm. There's also weird. Like, there's a weird little guy, um, little treasure hunter guy out front. There's like a quest I've never been able to get to work. But if you come here with the car, you run him over. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can later you can use him to get into a mine to get treasure mm-hmm. for you or not a mine um the well. Okay. And I've never been able to get to trigger, but he will go down in the well and get treasure for you, and then he gets trapped in there. And then that's the end of him. Like it's it's really dark, but the uh, you know that's it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was funny, just like just that there was an event where you just run over. I mean, you have to lift the car off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, the the other funny bit, uh, Eric the ghoul who uh, sweats fly pheromones. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, so gross. Yeah, it's like it's I, is there a way to do that without just having a really high speech? Like. I get the I sense. I think you can that, do it through science. Oh, okay. Like you, you can manipulate the thing. Okay. Too. Yeah, I didn't get high science until until much later. That kind of became my secondary progression skill. Yeah, so. that, that's usually mine too. I'll start with speech and then you switch to science. Yeah. It unlocks some some stuff for you. Medicine's probably the third thing. Yeah. That unlocks things, but the um yeah yeah poor guy yeah. um yeah there's a and, and there's there's a little bit of like flavor and just like super mutant husband and wife couples fighting and stuff mm-hmm. going on. One of the reasons one of the one of the problems i have with this area and it's also true of uh reading is how all of the containers are empty yeah like there's just like a lot of empty houses and empty space mm-hmm. going on here um then that's a little bit frustrating and then i also just for the sake of completeness um this is one of the areas where the merchants in this town um mm-hmm. their items are held in a chest kind of off camera but you can see it and get to it through huh. kind of manipulating the geometry so you can go and just open up a chest with all of the merchants in this town's inventory in it mm-hmm. um if you want to exploit the game which you don't need to because at this point you have just shotguns to to trade away for everything yeah shotguns for miles yep shotguns for miles and miles yeah 
Um, yeah, do we? And then I think I don't think we talked about it in the last one. Just as a quick note, again, just for completeness, um, the mm-hmm. Raiders quest. Did yeah, you do I did not yeah. do. I did not do it. Like it was one of those things where I just like walked into the meat grinder uh, enough times, yeah. and I thought I'll come back to this, and I didn't come back to it, which yeah. ultimately made problems for Vault City. It makes problems for Vault City. There's some stuff in New Reno that it connects to. Yeah, they're well. they're, uh, they're hired by Bishop, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a combat dungeon, mm-hmm. but uh, in the way that I want to meet the combat challenges when I get to them, mm-hmm. and if what you know by hook or by crook, um, I couldn't do this one. Like I, you know, I always kill Metzger when I first get to uh, to the town he's in, but I couldn't uh, couldn't fight the Raiders yet. I had to come back with a sniper rifle mm-hmm. and do it. So that was hard. Yeah, but yeah, it's just a con- there's not too much to it. I just wanted to mention it. Um, let's talk about your car getting stolen. Since yeah, yeah. So Sorry. when I went to uh, when I went to New Reno, uh, my car done got took after I went to uh, uh, Renesco, who's like a real jerk. <laughs> I was yeah. kind of happy slash sad that I had to deal with him so often. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, yep. And you can and you can deal with him, uh, you know, in ways that are not favorable to him. Mm-hmm. So that's that's satisfying since he is a real dickhead. Yeah. Um, yeah, your car gets stolen. Which makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it probably happened in regular Reno. Um, you know, not, not that unusual that it happened in New Reno. Yeah, the and, police uh, there are incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, the little policeman model that's in NCR. <laughs> the, those little cute guys. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, like, counterintuitive how to get it back. Like, if, you, if you're if you observant, you can see that it leaves tracks. Mm-hmm. And you can follow them with a high enough outdoorsman skill. Yeah. Otherwise, I think you have to really, like, kind of press the flesh and, and get someone to take you there or mention the chop shop yeah well there's that jet dealer who uh watches everything right there like for everybody coming in i think you can talk him into it i have no idea how like how my outdoorsman skill got so high i don't think that i had that huge of perception i just like whenever there was a role for that i kind of won it so yeah there's several people who increase it through dialogue oh yeah Um, up until this point like when you rescue smiley Mm-hmm. Um, he increases it when you talk to him, and they're not yeah. insignificant increases. It's also one of the more frequent books you'll find. Yeah, if you've been on book hunt, probably so. probably explains it. Yeah, I read every book I came across because why not? Yep, yep. 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 It's one of the most valuable things you can find. Yeah. So um, I was real frustrated by the chop shop, um, just because you know my speech wouldn't get me anywhere. Um, I didn't have high enough strength to intimidate him, so I ended up just paying, which wasn't a huge deal, but it kind of seemed like a you know. Like one step, only one step above a combat, you know, just killing everybody. Yeah. 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 If you're, I mean, you can, there are other ways to do it, but not very much. Like if you're a made man, he'll give it back. And if you work for, uh, I think if if you work for a bishop, yeah, he will just give it back based on that. But uh, I usually will murder him because I'm mad at him. <laughs> um, like it's like, oh, you took my car. I'm going to kill all these people. Yeah. And they're not too tough. Like at this point in the game, like you can take them. Yeah. They don't have like really you know, great weapons or armor or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. You're just walking up to you and trying to stab you. Yeah. I just, I knew that he would make those modifications. So I wanted to, I wanted to have yeah. those done because I figured yep. every other modification that I've had on the car has been worthwhile. You know, the, the fuel mm-hmm. uh, efficiency thing. So I was like, well, I don't want to kill him if he's going to do that. Yeah. So. Which, which also makes sense. I just ended yeah. up kind of YOLO in it, but that also, <laughs> also makes sense. And yeah. you, regardless of which he, uh, increases your trunk space. Mm-hmm. When you uh, when you go pick him up, even if you kill him, he's already done that. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so that that one is automatic. But I think there's um, like grav plates you can get later, huh. which make you more like use less fuel again. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, so you get your car back mm-hmm. um, one way or another. This used to be infamously bugged, so you used to lose your car permanently, kind of consistently Ugh. around here, but it's been patched out. Okay. So. 
Uh, do we want to like go into New Reno a little bit more, or do we want to head over to Redding? Um, let's do Redding. That's usually where I where I will usually go to Redding next. Yeah, um, we'll be popping in on New Reno and even a little bit into Vault City to complete mm-hmm. Redding. But let's um, let's let's go Redding. Yeah, yeah. So Redding is a little bit strange in that there actually is like a level gate in order to do most of the content here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be level ten in order to get the uh, in order to get the sheriff to let you act as his deputy. Yeah, um, yeah, which is rare in the mm-hmm. in these games. They usually will let you throw yourself, you know, into the grinder mm-hmm. as early as you want to. But uh, here you have to. Yeah, and uh, again, like the, that old west kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. These games give you. Yeah, this is justice. Th- this is the kind of old west that I like. Like not not like anything related to Brahmin. I don't really care about. Like we have <laughs> we have to guard the Brahmin stampede, or else we're gonna get rustled. It's like no, no, I don't want that. Like I want to, you know, I want to go out and pop some fools. You know, I want to be yeah. the man with no name. You know, <laughs> I like uh, this one. I one of my you know greater moments of satisfaction in the game is the guy who uh, cut up the the prostitute. Yeah. I, I pride myself on shooting him in the face when he <laughs> when he's not uh, properly penitent mm. about it. Yeah. So mm. I, I put him in I put him in jail. Let let let, let people uh, uh, watch him get hanged. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Damn straight. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like the you know those those quests are kind of cool. They're like little miniature ethics kind of things, and also mm-hmm. speech checks. So the so the old lady who's behind on her rent, I just paid her rent because like uh, whatever. That's um, like two hundred. Gold, you know, yeah. it's not like nothing. I got shotguns for miles. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll just get. Well, how about I just give you this one shotgun and you eat for a year? Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, Vic, give me one. Give me a couple shotguns. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just cut, cut, cut her off a slice of some tank gauge. <laughs> yeah, so this is like slot, shotgun based economy. Yep. That, that Fallout Two turns into. Oh. Man. And then later it upgrades into a combat shotgun based economy. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, you know that's that, that's a no brainer. It took me a little while to get the to get the bar brawl thing right because mm-hmm. like that that dialogue is a little wonky. Um, yeah, because uh, I mean you can talk to both people mm-hmm. and kind of figure out. You know, I usually will end up just kind of picking. Like I, I don't think I usually will do that quest correctly. I think I've generally just kind of picked a side and yeah, you know, because they they do the two. So it's kind of controlled by these two mining companies, yeah. the town, and they do have different interests. One of them wants to. So Reading is interesting kind of background wise mm-hmm. you know in that it's a it's a gold mine so uh and it, it's it's uh, a really valuable resource that is in danger of being absorbed right by different uh, different like three different uh, entities yeah and the two mining companies one of them wants to be absorbed by ncr one wants to be absorbed by um uh, new reno and then the doctor is is wants you to be absorbed by vault city right and uh so you kind of you know you can choose one of the the minor factions to kind of ally ally with mm-hmm and uh you know the whole i'm usually a uh, so the the idea for a new and this comes up all the time in uh, new vegas which is nice yeah is that the ncr is good but they're going to take away everything that makes us special right you know they're going to just destroy the culture and just make it into what it is mm-hmm. and the the new reno guy is like yeah they're scumbags but they'll leave us alone right as long as they get their gold mm-hmm. you know which is which is kind of funny because like new reno is the is the source of their scourge Right? Yeah, everybody yeah. here is addicted to jet, which is yeah. a product of the Mordino family just wanting to, uh, you know, have a product and also increase uh, production. Like Mordino's got their eye on Redding. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, just like just like every everyone does, which is clearly just like crack or math. Yep. Um, the uh, I I always end up going with Vault City because it feels like the best one to do, and then in the ending you realize like it's actually the worst <laughs> thing yeah. to do for this town. Not the worst, but like I think it, I actually I think it probably is the worst of the the three endings yeah. for Redding. So I really fucked over Redding. 
Um, a little bit. So I think that if you if you cure the jet addiction, which, as we established last time, is the morally best thing you can do in this game. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, you pretty much just hand writing to Vault City because Doc Johnson uh, yep. takes over as mayor. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, I'm like, this is a, a spoiler for the ending, but the, yeah. uh, you know, Redding, uh, like something like 5% of the people pass the citizenship test and all the rest are turned into servants. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. So Which, you turn the, the all the miners into slaves. Yeah. And then my, my only consolation on that is, uh, is that Vault, or Vault City is then taken over by NCR. And so, yeah. 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 Depending on it, depending on what you do. Yeah. It does, but yeah, in your in your version, everything belongs to the NCR. Yes, <laughs> if you is, looked is, at my notes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 which is fine. Yeah. NCR is good. It seems it seems canonical, actually. Like, yeah, like most of it seemed to lead into uh, New Vegas quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that's uh, interesting in in this area is the um, the the mayor will sell you the deed to the Wanamingo mine, mm-hmm. um, which is the one of the toughest combat dungeons in the game. Did you end up fighting any Wanamingos? Uh, no, not at all. Um, oh. Actually, wait. Uh, when you go after uh, Froggy or whatever his name mm-hmm. is, are there some down there? Oh, yeah, those are the things that killed me. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they are. They are. Uh, they're like this. This game's death claws. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not quite as hard, but they're faster, and there are more of them. Um, they're kind of interesting. Everyone thinks they're aliens, but they're actually like a genetic weapon, right? You know, so and it's because they look like aliens. Um, the Wanamingo mine, like when I. You know, the idea is you buy this mine, go down, clear it out, and then sell the mine back for twice as much as you paid for it, mm-hmm. um, which I did. And this is how I ultimately, and this is jumping out a little bit, ultimately how I killed Myron, because um, I don't let Myron survive in my game. <laughs> and the uh, so I just, like, took away all of his armor and weapons, and then just me and him went down to the Wanamingo mines. <laughs> hey, Myron, <laughs> and, uh, we're going to go on a walk. Yeah, we're because we're, he, he gets so upset when you try to leave him behind. So I was yeah. like, okay, you can come. And then... Uh, <laughs> And uh, head downstairs, and he ran off, and I was just fighting, and I just saw the the little messages in the lower left, <laughs> where it was just like you know, Wanamingo, baby Wanamingo hit for three damage, Myron missed, Myron missed, Myron hit for fifty seven damage, Myron is knocked down, <laughs> Myron hit, you know, Myron uses stim pack, my and just kind of this little combat log of yeah. his tragic last moments um, that all happened off screen. Leave me behind. Leave no, no. Yeah. Yeah, he's such a – but it makes – you know, you, you did this. Yep. Like, I mean, he didn't do the Wanamingos, but it makes sense. Him dying in a Redding mine is poetic yep. for me. So. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Myron. We're going to talk about Myron some. <laughs> what a bastard. Yeah. Um, bad guy. Yeah. But I, And then, like, the last major quest is this uh, Frog Morton yeah. um, quest on here, which is he's a criminal. You're rounding up this criminal. And then you find out uh, after you fight him off that he has three brothers that will hunt you down <laughs> um, as you go through the – there's Frog. It's like Newt. Morton, Salamander, Morton, and some other one. Um, Zits, and they will hunt rash, you down. Pimple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the uh, the he hunts you down as you go. Mm-hmm. So you you end up running into him a random encounter. Oh yeah, I kind of like that. I like the, yeah. that, that. That was one of my favorite things about uh, uh, Fallout Three in New Vegas is like people would hunt you down based on your deeds. Yeah. So that that shows up here is is kind of neat. It's a, a little bit of that. Uh, what is it? Peter Molyneux promised for Fable that if you if you wiped out a village, like the descendants would come after you later and stuff. Yeah. Like that 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 notion of, of permanence kind of plays nicely into the themes here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like how it's not like the I liked it in Fallout Three in New Vegas, but it was also just kind of a random encounter. Right. These are like set encounters that you don't get unless you complete this quest. Yeah, like bespoke content that just kind of yeah. pops up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
So Reading is real neat politically, but uh, you know, kind of like Broken Hills, it's like a coda to, to Vault City that kind of leads into uh, where I spent the bulk of my time in this game, which is near Reno. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and in Reading, you can. Uh, there's more rat fights. Just throwing that out there. Too. <laughs> what? Did you go up to the like? It, it's easy to miss it. Like up in the area with the the mines, there's a whole pen with mole rat fights, and you can bet on mole rats. No, is that a good way to make money? Um, it's like fifty fifty odds. Okay, but uh, nobody notices if you kill the mole rats. <laughs> so you can't like kill. You can't like stack the deck based right. on that. But you can uh, just go through killing all of the mole rats, and then everyone just stands around mm-hmm. looking at their corpses, watching yeah. them rot in the sun. Um, that's funny um i never made any money gambling in this in this game like it is far less lucrative than uh than in fallout one i think it, it, it's more stat dependent yeah than in fallout one um you can definitely do it but mm-hmm. it's also right around the time that you get exposed to gambling i mean i guess you can you run into it in the den but um you're right around here where it's your first kind of major ca- casino and then into uh to new reno like i money stopped being an issue yeah you know, again, just shotgun-based economy, and I'm <laughs> I'm fine for money for the rest of the game. Pretty much, yeah. I was struggling just a little bit here, just because I didn't make as many runs to the Raiders as I as I would have liked. But once I got to Sierra, it was like, okay, everything is everything. Yeah, everything is, is just A-okay. dropping so much money. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, New Reno is kind of the centerpiece of at least the second half of the game. I, th- mm-hmm. you know, I like the idea of Vault City being the centerpiece of the first half mm-hmm. and this being the centerpiece of the second half. And it's definitely the biggest area in the game and the most expansive. Yeah. Like, it is an expansion-sized town. Yeah. And this play, you know, when we talk about generalities, I'll, I'll get to why I like this area and kind of the structure of this game more than uh, more than Fallout 1, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, the, like calling this an expansion does feel very apt because it turns into a different game you know right about here like yep. the like the, the the factions get more complicated just the mm-hmm. idea that you have these four uh these four warring uh you know families crime families that all run in different vices and have different strategies and you know the the investigation that goes into you know figuring out what makes the entire city tick right yep yeah yeah exactly it's very complicated and that that's that's why i love it mm-hmm. um yeah so you get here your, dog, your car gets stolen you take care of that mm-hmm and then uh, right off the bat, there is a, a brothel. Yep. Signaling right on Front Street, what kind of where we're at. Which is a reference to Gunsmoke, for of, of all things, <laughs> of all things, it's Miss Kitties. No, the uh, yeah, I, I did not know that because I've not watched Gunsmoke. <laughs> yeah, because um, I was born in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh, but but I like that uh, for, foreshadowing the uh, the brothel of uh, intellectual delights or whatever. There's an option just to talk. Do, mm-hmm. do you do you know why they call it the Kesting Special? Well, I don't I don't know off the top of my head. I feel like anytime that comes up, it's the name of a developer. Oh, uh, okay. Or yeah. something like that. Like there are a lot of just little all the random names or people. Yeah. Name. There, there are so many barks that call out to Chris Avalone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he did. So the the guide I have a kind of lousy Fallout Two strategy guide um, that's written by one of the other developers. Um, the name is escaping right at the moment, but um, in the back it lists credits and then like who was responsible for which areas. And uh, Chris is listed as being responsible for New Reno and Vault City, mm. which is great. You know, it's yeah. like oh, those are my two favorite areas in the game. Yeah, great job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Miss Kitty is interesting. Like in that uh, she, so you can have any of your companions like can can see a prostitute and you get some kind of funny dialogue. Yeah, um, you know depending on who it is. And uh, you actually get a stat buff 
Yeah, like a temporary buff. A temporary stat buff for these, which can be useful for like doing a dialogue check or yeah. something like that. Like if the mentats aren't quite getting you there, mm-hmm. um, you can go and talk to, you know, get the casting special and then be better at speaking right. for a while. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, doing a little bit more exploring, there's the church with the uh, the lush Father Tully. Yep. Yep. Ha, ta, ta, ta. He, yeah. <laughs> um, he, if you got married in Modoc, he'll divorce you. So <laughs> in ex- just in so exchange you know. for booze. Yeah, yeah. If you if you don't uh, if you don't want to sell your your husband or wife into slavery, or yep. they don't get killed in a Wanamingo mine, like <laughs> he will divorce you if you're a good character and you accidentally get married. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it kind of serves as a quest thing and a real font of information if you if you can keep them lit up. Yeah. Um, because uh, the I mean, the big thing you want here right off the bat is to talk to some of the, you know, jet dealers or father Tully and get the names of all the families. Right. Cause like you're really crippled unless you know those kind of keywords, mm-hmm. uh, being able to ask, like having that in your mind allows you to opens up a lot of dialogue options as we move forward. Yeah. I never got him to tell me about the Salvatores. Yeah. Salvatores yeah. or whatever, uh, that like for some reason, even though I was doing quests for them, he would not tell me about, uh, about them and their, uh, their energy weapon monopoly. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, just somebody else needs to mention them beforehand. I think yeah. I think Jagged Jimmy J. Yeah, is who, who I tend to have do that. Did you talk to Jagged Jimmy J? Oh yeah, I love Jagged Jimmy J. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I indulged him. I was just like, oh man, tell yep. me, tell me more about this stuff. He was like getting him to go on, just like, oh, that's awesome. Like, like you would, uh, you know, like as you would do if you're being way too polite to somebody who wasn't interesting. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, I forget what's he give you. Like he gives you a free dose of jet for for hearing him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get some get some jet like here. This will ruin your life and make yeah. you a permanent customer. So, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, what's he say? Like, let's not bring up the barter screen with all its fuses and wires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which coming from anybody else, it would be breaking the fourth wall. But he is obviously cranked out of his mind on his own product. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it fits and it's breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, every time this game breaks the fourth wall, I'm into it. Like, yeah. It just it just hits that spot that I like. Mm-hmm that stuff it's not constant but yeah um yeah so um, there's a porn studio which ends up being kind of a quest hub for a couple of things but mostly you can go here um if you have if you took the perk that makes you good at sex which you should never take because it's a real waste of a perk you can make a porno movie Mm -hmm. and make multiple porno movies um if you can't if you don't have the stats for it uh you can just end up fluffing yeah, for which you get five caps and poison and the yeah. gross and the grossest <laughs> status message. You have an awful taste <laughs> in your mouth. Ugh. Yeah, gross. Did you know that fluffers aren't a thing? Yeah, yeah, like that. Like uh, that. That's just a myth. Yep, I've I've read that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a, you know if you, if you can't uh, maintain an erection, like you're in the wrong business. Yeah, definitely. That's really like that's 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 what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's the job. <laughs> that's what you're getting paid for. Yep, that's where you get the big bucks. Yeah. Yep. Actually, male, um, male porn stars are paid like a twentieth of what the female ones do. Yeah, better paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's a men's rights yeah. like uh, message or post somewhere in there. <laughs> like, oh, sure. is that fair? Yeah, glass know. ceiling. Um, <laughs> glass the, floor, more the, like it. The lace ceiling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. The lace uh, ceiling. The documentary on male porn stars <laughs> finance rights. They're their quest for equality. Yeah, uh, show me the money shot. <laughs> Nobody do that. Blah. Uh, like uh, what? What quests are here? Like all, all that I did was uh, try and get a tribute for Mordino. Um, I think that's that's what I mean. Ah, okay, that's what it is. Um, you come yeah. here at the end of the game too. Like after the game ends, you can keep playing. Um, yeah. come here and you get to make a, a funny porno called Pull Out. 
Um, <laughs> pull, <laughs> post, pull out a post nuclear. I put it on Facebook. I can't remember what it is exactly. But he makes up porn with you, and uh, he just insinuates that you, uh, you know, had sex with the Enclave. Because he's like, I heard you really took him out back and showed him what's what, wink, and you're just like, yeah, sure. And then he gets more suggestive, and you're like, wait a minute. And then you're stuck <laughs> in the dialogue, and the porn comes out. Yeah. So, yeah, good fun to have by all. Yeah. Did you, did you uh, do any boxing? Yeah, I did. I did the full boxing quest. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so there's a little boxing trainer. Um, mm-hmm. You can become become a boxer. Yeah. Um, the uh, you know if you've been if you've been an unarmed character at this point, it's gravy. Yeah. Like if you if you're playing unarmed, you are in great shape. Um, if not, like a real a cool way to get an advantage is in the basement of one of the other clubs. There are plated boxing gloves. Yeah. And you can switch those out for the regular ones yeah. and uh, do more damage. But I just ended up saving a lot during this because. Um, you go through the different levels, and it's a good way to make money. Yeah. Like you'll make good money here. But the um, you, the the end boss, which is Mike Tyson, the aka masticator. the masticator, <laughs> um, will if depending on if your hit points aren't high enough, will bite off one of your ears. Yeah, which uh, lowers your charisma, right? Yep. Yeah. And if you have a high enough, I think it's unarmed skill, you can return. You can bite off one of his ears <laughs> in response, and then it sells for a lot of money. Oh wow! I had no idea. <laughs> Yep. Like there's a body part economy here. Spleens, toes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> toes and shotguns for miles. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh I, I never I never uh, beat the masticator. I was I was uh too too afraid of being not pretty. Uh yep. so I just constantly just reloaded it and finally I, I could have come back because this game hands out unarmed uh buffs like yep. their AOL CDs or yep. spree. Yep. <laughs> like yep. near the end, especially. Yep. Like in the last uh, last city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but again, like I think that the game wants you to do a lot more of that, like cover everything in layers. But I'm much more of like a pounder. Like I just want to get somewhere, finish it, yeah, go to the next place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, of course, my nickname in the ring was the Hurricane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked Punchy. <laughs> punchy, <laughs> I <like> Punchy, <laughs> and in this corner, Punchy, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the man who punched out God himself, Punchy, Punchy. <laughs> puncher um i wish it was puncher um there's a really expansive list of nicknames yeah you can get same thing with um i think it's with porno names too i think if you get to make a porno mm-hmm. you give yourself a porno name and there's just a, a, a lot of them yeah there's uh a, there's something that pops up later too uh where i ended up calling myself bender oh it's when you get made yeah yeah, yeah. when you become a made man you get to give yourself a nickname and there's just like 20 screens of names <laughs> yeah like <laughs> just, just get everyone in the building to come up with 10 mm-hmm. you know um uh, what's yeah. also kind of cool is uh, the 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 fights are sponsored by products within the world. So like yeah. Mentats. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I wonder if those. I, I think I almost think those might be random. Like there might be like six of them, and you get get a random one. I can't. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to go to my grave with that. But yeah. I think there might be there might be different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is you know it's, it's a nice little Easter egg. Mm-hmm. If you you do get some unique dialogue if you become a prize fighter. Like if you if you win the championship, people will. Um, recognize you on the street. Yeah, and uh, there are a couple of places where you it will isn't it like grants a dialogue advantage hmm. um, for being a prize fighter. Yeah, so being a porn star, prize fighter, or being made by any of the uh, any of the people yep. like you, like you show up here and you make your name, right? Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is very cool in in multiple different ways. Mm-hmm. That, you know, when, when that you want to. Yeah. Um, just kind of in again in like rounding out the just ambient stuff to do, um, mm-hmm. and we've talked about him several times, but the comedian um, <laughs> in the Shark Club. Like this shall be piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
which is just is is one of like one of my favorite things mm-hmm. in the game. Um, you have to imagine mm-hmm. that was so fun to write. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's it? What it is like? I love how for a game with um, no speech, how the timing comes through in it, mm-hmm. which is the text floats. Like yeah. he says something and there's just a beat and then just someone, you know, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the audience. Like, yeah. It's so good. Like just the time, like timing of it, just a very well-designed encounter. That's totally mm-hmm. in what, you know, why I'm always going to love this game. Like and, and love these games are these mm-hmm. little just side little bits of love mm-hmm. that are not critical, like not yeah. mission critical whatsoever. I, th- I think you we know? talked about the text timing, you know, mimicking uh, speech in the Monkey Island episode at yeah. some point. Like, th- like that's something that old Scum Games did actually really well too. Yep. it's yeah. also just a just a weird little bit of. That's also uh, Monkey Island was when they were trying to make everything make you visit all of the places mm-hmm. and kind of uh, you know randomly go back and forth rather than just pound one out, out one area too. Pound one out. <laughs> yeah, just pound one out one area. Yeah, um, <laughs> just, just it also did that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, the comedian just he does uh, dialogue routines based on things around the wasteland. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really terrible. He's behind a cage like the Blues Brothers yeah. in the Rawhide yep. scene. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and the uh, and there's like six people watching him and just cat calling him the whole time. Yeah. Um, the uh, and he does a unique. If you bring Myron here, or if you come at the end of the game, he does a unique routine, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And if I've never done this, but I read if you have high enough charisma, you can take your take a shot at doing the yeah. You just talk taking to the his place. Boss. Yeah. Yep. And he'll be like, this guy sucks, huh? Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, yeah, he does. You look like you could do better. Get up there. <laughs> you know? So so, um, so for the Myron thing, I, I like the idea that it's not because he's just there. Like, yeah, look at this dweeb. You know, like he'd prob- mm-hmm. you know, probably, uh, you know, he puts Vaseline on toast. Boo. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I just love the other, because he's a scourge. Like, the prostitutes yeah. say, oh, God, I, I, I dread the time when Myron comes back. <laughs> yeah. Like, just the, just the idea that he's this little wunderkind who everybody fucking hates. Yeah. He's the, he's <laughs> and, the worst character. He's like, he's like two Lynette's. Like, mm-hmm. he's like the worst character in the game. Yeah. <laughs> he's a character you love to hate. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, mm. and like I probably went to the most trouble to recruit to recruit him of anybody, just so I could. He's hard to get. Yeah. Like he's he's a weird, and he's not useful in combat, and like mm-hmm. he's not that useful outside of combat. Like he's <laughs> really he's a he is the real definition of like mm. hiding something interesting under a rock. Like yeah. he's he's difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that that's a comedian. Watch all the comedian routines, mm-hmm. um, or at the very least, pull up a text dump of them yeah. on the wiki, and, the, and you can read them. The um, only the only frustrating thing about it is that it eventually repeats itself. Like it doesn't say like it doesn't go through routines one through eight. Like it'll do one, two, three, and then back to one, and then four, yeah. and then two again. Like I got a little tired of that, and I just went and started you know reading yeah. text logs of it. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, I wish it wasn't random. I wish it had yeah. been like the the comedy in like Grand Theft Auto Four. Oh yeah, except just, like, except with somebody funny instead of Ricky Gervais and yes, uh, yeah, Cat Williams. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, there, there's no part in which I want this game to be like Grand Theft Auto Four. <laughs> yeah. I just wish that the comedy the comedy was linear. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hey, chosen one, it's Marcus. Do you want to go bowling? <sighs> no. Our loyalty score is through the shit for. <laughs> next time we're in combat i'm just gonna shoot you oh wait you already do that it doesn't matter if i go play darts <laughs> with you all right cool man fuck that game yeah um yeah so let's talk we're gonna organize the new reno by families yeah because uh, that makes the most sense mm-hmm. um they each have this series of like kind of escalating quest that end with them being a maid with you being a made man of that family no. if you become a made man of a family you cannot be a made man of any other family or do quests for them yeah and they or walk into their casinos you. yes <laughs> or do anything yeah so the uh, once you become a made man you have to stay out of the other other establishments 
Um, so you, you really kind of like, I think, you know, you can pick one, pick a horse and go with it, or you can kind of dabble in each one and get as far as you can, which is what I did just to get more experience out of it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just, I played all sides against the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I think the most substantial one, um, so our substantial ones are the rights and the bishops, like the Mordinos and the Salvatores, uh, are mostly hit jobs and extortion. Whereas like the rights actually have like this really cool, uh, um, you know, um, investigation style mission Yeah, where you have yep. to figure out who, uh, who made their, uh, their son overdose. Yeah. Um, Cause it's a, it's literally a family. Like mm-hmm. the rights are not like a family, like a Godfather family. It's everyone with the last name, right. Yeah. In this town. And it's like, it's by far the good option. Like mm-hmm. they're not good guys. They're yeah. the, the booze merchants, but they are the closest thing to a good guy. Right. In the town. Yeah. So, you know, and this kind of highlights one of the other difficulties about this. It is spectacularly easy to get just exiled. Like when you're talking to these crime bosses, you have to be uh, deferential. Um, If you at all insinuate that maybe Richard Wright was addicted to chems, Oroville just decides to kick you out. Yeah. (laughs) Like like you you can make them turn hostile uh, at a moment's notice. So kind of going back to Lynette uh, a little bit, these these, uh, dialogue encounters kind of become boss fights. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like it's just uh, knowing, you know, and you have to be differential in kind of different ways too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending on it, is I think it's uh, Salvatore is the one who's like the very old man. Yeah, like, and Sa- Salvatore to, and Marino are both uh, Mordino, rather. Mordino. One of them is yeah. One of them is like a yeah. They're different kinds. Of, yeah, big uh, big Jesus Mordino. Mm-hmm. The other one, but yeah, Salvatore is what I'm thinking of, where you mm-hmm. have to specifically be um, and Bishop too. God, like Bishop, you have to really walk on eggshells because mm-hmm. you went and killed those. Uh, those raiders and if you mention anything about that like mm-hmm. you know you don't know at this point necessarily he hired them right so yeah that you have to be very like walk on eggshells around all four of these people mm-hmm. um the rights one is interesting too um because like it, it does have that kind of beefiness that you mentioned and that uh, goodness it's also the quickest way to becoming a made man right. there are the fewest quests um, there's a little bit more involved in them, and the last the main man quest is hard. Yeah, really right? hard. But, yeah, but uh, but it is the quickest way to become a made man. I think mm-hmm. that the way that you're designed, or like you would pick one and go with it. Yeah. Or if you pick one and you get exiled, you can go to another one. Like I don't mm-hmm. think you're necessarily supposed to just do everybody. Right. Like that. I think you're supposed to kind of go into town, figure out which one you like, and and ally with them. Yeah. I just I did I did all of them up until the point where I was uncomfortable with what they were asking me to do. And then decided, okay, that, you know, after I exhausted all the options, I was like, okay, my character would do this. Um, I then went and uh, just got made by the rights. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so let's, let's uh, talk about this, this first quest with the sun. There's a lot of neat, cool little bits to this. Yeah. So you can go talk to, uh, talk to Ethel, right? Which is really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I love that joke. (laughs) That will never not be funny to me. Um, And it's hilarious too, because she's in complete denial about the fact that she is married to the, to the person who is providing liquor to the region. Um, And also she goes so far as to be the head of the temperance union of which father Tully is a member. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) She doesn't get it. Oh, yeah. All this alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Man. (laughs) <laughs> like, it's yeah. like the beer baron it is it is like the beer baron um and, and she wants you to destroy the stills which is crazy because that's mm-hmm. all that's what you do mm-hmm. like that's what the entirety of the the, the whites do mm-hmm. um but you can destroy the stills and it helps you can also if you this is a nice little easter egg you can put a rad scorpion tail in the stills and then junkies and prostitutes all over town will start dying in the next couple of days <laughs> 
<laughs> so no. You can poison the town if you want to. That's that's awful. Uh, and yeah. like knowing how far how far and wide the that goes, you could probably kill a a good portion of the wasteland that way. I think I think in game terms it only works for for New Reno. Yeah, but yeah, like they like, do like supply narrative, like narrative terms. Like yeah, the only terms. other still is in uh, is in the den. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this would be one of the worst things you can do. Yeah, the like, corollary to curing jet. <laughs> um, but there's no yeah, there's no quest to this. Like I feel like one of the things that is awesome about Fallout Two versus Fallout like the later Fallout's is like in Fallout Three or New Vegas there'd be a guy who told you to do that. Mm-hmm. Like you would you would leave the the Ethel White and then someone would flag you down and be like, "Hey, I don't want you to do that. I want you to do this instead." Yeah, yeah. And you just have this moral choice between doing the unspeakably evil thing or just the kind of you know yeah. stupid good thing. And the uh, this is just it's just an Easter egg. Like it's mm-hmm. just I wonder if I can do that. Yeah. Oh they- shit. Like, like I can. Everyone's yeah. dying. What happened? Mm-hmm. Reload. You know. It, it wasn't like entirely prescriptive. Yeah. Like it was just yeah. like they didn't intend for you to do it. They wanted to account for if you did try to do it. Yeah, which is great. Like yeah. that's why I mean that's the joy of video games where you're like mm-hmm. you try something and it works. Yeah. You know that's so that's so like distilled and and <laughs> <Bonk. pure>. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a it's such a pure forty proof. <laughs> Joy of video games experience. Oh, it's smooth man. on the tongue and has a nice finish. Yeah, it burns the top of your stomach. It makes yep. you not care about the police. Um. <laughs> but if, if you're investigating the sun, um, you just learn the name of some jet, uh, some people who sell drugs yep. in town. You kind of have to play them against each other, and everyone fingers everyone else because this is a major crime family. Mm-hmm. And people get mad at you even for bringing it up. Yeah, like yeah. if you just say like, they're just don't even bring up that name in front of me. Like I do not want to get murdered for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. you can finger any of them if you want. Mm-hmm. Which you shouldn't. No. <laughs> um, but you, yeah, because it's they're they're not the killers. But you can. I mean, like up until one of them kind of is. But you could just go up and say, like, "Yep, it was JJ," and then JJ gets murdered. Yep. You know, which is a bad way to do it. Yeah. And it impacts the ending of the town. I felt really bad when I talked to JJ and said, "Hey, do you know what's up?" Because he took exception. He was like offended that, yeah. <laughs> that I would say his product was anything less than pure. Yeah. And like from that point on, he was real shitty to me whenever I talked to him. He gets mad about like yeah. even, even coming out, but you have to get some information from somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually you find out that, uh, you know, you go to the source by which I mean Golgotha, the gigantic, like it's, it's half a graveyard, but also there are corpses hanging from poles and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, but it's a, it's a giant graveyard mm-hmm. essentially. And you yeah. find his corpse. Yeah. Which uh, makes you into a grave digger. Yep. Um, in that weird little title uh, thing, which has no effect unless mm-hmm. you're a child killer. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, you dig it up. Do not tell Orville that you dug up his son ever. Yeah. Just dodge it. Yeah, <laughs> dodge yeah, that which question. Is, yeah, which is really great that you can do that. Like you have to yeah. say it without giving this little detail. Yeah. But you find a uh, a jet canister. Mm-hmm. And uh, who do you take it to that says that it has the poison? Yeah, well, it's it's Renesco actually who says like I you know I didn't do it or whatever. Um, it, well, his uh, if you have a high enough doctor skill, which I think I did at this point, or just intelligence mm-hmm. or perception, you can tell that he like he died from rat scorpion poisoning. Gotcha. Which is which is how which is how I did it. Yeah, um, and then know. you take that to Renesco, and Renesco admits that he made a a you know an, a yeah dr jet thing like like he had no idea he pushes so much product that he didn't connect the the he didn't connect connect the dots between um the salvatore's commissioning that mm-hmm. tainted jet and also uh richard wright buying the jet yeah yeah yep yep yeah yeah so oh, wait no yeah. wright didn't buy the jet from renesco he just got it yeah from, from, from the salvatore's yeah he just found yeah, its they, way to him yeah yep yeah. which yeah. makes renesco guilty as fuck but also not guilty of killing 
you know, right. Yeah, he's still a shithead. Yeah. Like, he is a scumbag mm-hmm. of the tallest order, but yeah. Yeah. So you can take that back. And, like, I made sure when I told Orville, you know, when I gave him my report not to have Renesco killed, mm-hmm. um, you know, just because that he's didn't so seem. He is, yeah. Like, he, he's, yeah. Uh, he's a consistent source of Mentats, which I, I, I chewed like M&Ms, but. Yeah. Yeah. And drugs are, like, one of the lowest weight, highest value items in the game. Yeah. So when you're trying to unload, like, 20 or 30 shotguns. Yeah. Just training them in for some right away you're never going to use is a yeah. good idea. Get Psycho for miles. Yeah. Um, Psycho is useful, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that, that, that's the way it goes. And then his next quest is the one to is the one where you get made, which is to go to the Sierra Army, Army Depot, which yeah. I think is the only like voluntary uh, uh, combat dungeon I, ever, I did in the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, I mean, if the Raiders are combat and the Wanamingo mine and then the uh, military base are, mm-hmm. this is the, this is probably the best one to do. There's yeah. the most content here. We'll talk about that in its own section. Yeah. yeah. But all you have to do is get in. Mm-hmm. He just wants to know, he wants you to get inside it and have a way in. Yeah. And the reason why is because he wants to counter the energy weapons. Right. Of the, uh, the Salvatories. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of, they've upset the balance because they have energy weapons. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yep. Um, there are other um, families which are kind of couched in these uh, in these casinos. The Mordinos are in the Desperado. The Salvatores are in Bar Salvatore, and the Bishops are in the Shark Club. Um, mm-hmm. And most of their stuff isn't quite as interesting. So for the uh, for the Mordinos, like your first quest is just to run up to the stables, and you find out that these are the guys who are running all the jet and the slaves, mm-hmm. uh, which makes them the most morally objectionable to me. Yeah, criminy, like the the pen with all the slaves. Yeah, like they're just experimenting on different kinds of jet. And there's mm-hmm. some really you know nasty dialogue from Myron if you ask about how jets made. Yeah, and learn a little bit about how that process went. Yeah, like ugh, you know. Real gross. Fuck nuking Megaton. Yeah. This is yeah, you, nasty. So, so just trying to get him to understand, you killed 100 people to make this yourself. Yeah, that just continuously kills people all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Blah. Myron. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. One of the things I like about um, the, this series of quests is the, um, or like all of the quests, rather, is that you can, there's a way to assassinate all of the crime head or crime family heads mm-hmm. without making it look like an assassination. Yeah. Um, so the Mordino one, you've got to hear, um, or actually for the next one, where you sw- swat out the oxygen tank. Yeah, yeah. No, it was for the Mordino one. Yeah, it was Mordino's quest to kill Salvatore. Yeah, yep, yep. Which is, which is cool that you can do that. My favorite mm-hmm. one is for the rights. Um, you can, since it's a big family, there are all these little kids running around. Okay. And you can give one of them a gun and say, hey, why don't you go try waving this in your dad's face? And he does it. Oh, and then no. he, he dies. So you trick one of his kids to playing with guns around him. Holy shit, that's awful. Yeah, it's really, it's really bad. Yeah. Um, but nobody fingered it. You know, nobody fingers you for it because yeah. uh, it's yeah. an accident. Yeah, it's happens accident. all the time. It does happen all the time. Don't yeah. uh, don't own guns in your house. <laughs> yeah, you dummy. Um, you don't want to end up like the rights. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. But yeah. Um, so, so the Mordinos they kind of culminated in going to kill Salvatore, which I put off a little bit because it would have upset the balance, and I wanted yeah. to do some of Salvatore's quests, which are all just like whack jobs, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 classic, you know, classic murderers. Yeah, yep. I, I kind of liked the uh, going after Pretty Boy Lloyd. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. Just because yeah. like you get to be real ominous, like like <laughs> you go and get him. You're like, yeah, show us where the money's at, and like just forcing him to dig his own grave. Yep. And then there's the the mine. <laughs> yep, I love that. And then you can do the re- you lose some of uh, 
you lose something. I can't remember. Or you lose just the, the explosive, but you can throw the mine in on him mm-hmm. when he's down in the bottom, which is what I always do. Yeah, that's what I did. Just, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a really good quest. The yeah. um, uh, God, what was I going to say? Um, doesn't have to do the stables. There's something about, oh, um, the cutscene with the Salvatories where you go out and get the energy weapons. Oh, I didn't do that one. Oh, it's it's one of the, I didn't know that you could get that far without doing it. Like uh maybe it's after Pretty Boy Lloyd. That, yeah, that's his uh that, that that's the quest they have to do to get made is what I read. So Okay. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's, that's interesting to the end game, again just foreshadowing Enclave stuff. Okay. Like they get their um their their weapons from the Enclave. Oh shit. So And uh, they drop them. You get to oversee like a meet. Okay. Um they drop it off. It's essentially a cutscene. Mm-hmm. Um the trick is you can move, but if you move it it sours the deal and everyone starts shooting you. Oh shit. So you just need to stand still for, it's like a earthbound style. Like don't press anything for, yeah. for a while. Okay. Just be cool. Huh? So yeah, that, that is proof that the enclave has interest in this, uh, in yep. this area, which why would they have interest? They're just going to kill everybody. But, um, I think they, I think it's for, um, I think it's to experiment. On oh their, yeah. Their yeah. Thing. I think they're doing it for people. Okay. So, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of uh, one of the extortion quests is to go to Renesco and uh, uh, shake him down for a thousand, which he will not give you. Yeah. Uh, you know, even I gave you your glasses, dog. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the trick here is that if you if you say you'll pay it in exchange for a discount. Yeah, that's what I did. And then yeah, then immediately barter with him. Mm-hmm. All of his stuff is discounted to the point of insanity. Yeah. Like most of it is free. Mm-hmm. So you can you know for the price of one shotgun, you can get every <laughs> drug in in New Reno. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can kill uh, Mordino uh, if you do if you do an uh, uh, an examination on him. That that awareness perk is great. Yeah, I really like that. If yep. you examine him, you just see like, oh, he's constantly on the verge of death because of a heart condition. Yep. So that that is kind of where I learned the trick of using chems on people in order oh, to kill yeah. them without getting caught. Yep. Yeah. Which is which is super useful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, you know the Salvatores, which we talked about a little bit. With mm-hmm. uh, Pretty Boy Lloyd. Um, the bishop is the fourth family. Yeah. And uh, it is, it's pretty well-rounded. There's a lot of members of it. Mm-hmm. So there's the daughter and the, the wife. Yeah. Also. Um, which you can bang both of them if you'd like. Yeah. They will both have sex with you very uh, easily if you're a charismatic fellow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, especially especially Angela. But, like, I like the, the, the Mrs. Wright one mm-hmm. just because like there actually is dialogue like you can you know you can ask her like hey you don't talk like everybody else then you yep. find out she came from vault city and you know she has this whole background yeah. um and she's kind of like the only good person there yeah she's just kind of defeated like right. she just got hooked on on drugs and you know and uh yeah. kind of trapped in this life um like kind of quest wise um this the, so the non way the way to kill the bishop without uh it you getting fingered for it is really difficult yeah it's and like it, a it's like a film noir kind of thing like she like you you conspire with her yeah well she um she tells you the combination uh like you you trap his chest mm-hmm. his uh his uh, his, uh safe rather yeah his wall safe yeah, yeah. and uh and like i know it's her wall safe so she in like pillow talk like she mumbles as she's going to sleep one mm-hmm. of the co- the combination for her safe mm-hmm. is what it is but yeah you get a you get the combination from her for you, you, uh for his safe you know what it is uh you have to have a high enough traps when you're talking to her and you can suggest oh, gotcha. like hey we can take him out of the equation by doing this gotcha yeah. gotcha gotcha which yeah. is cool mm-hmm. and uh there's fun if you if you sleep with her without a condom in your inventory the end game involves like her giving birth to like a really powerful like half tribal who takes over the city <laughs> so i mean i think that there are like multiple endings for new reno and certain ones will overwrite certain other ones right 
but the um that, that like if you sleep with her you almost always get that one yeah so i guess mm-hmm. i almost always had a condom in my inventory because a of jimmy uh, hat yes a jim- i love that it's <laughs> yep. a big old box with jimmy hats written on the side yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um that the same thing happens with uh with angela too i think yeah like, like she carries the baby to term so yeah yeah and she's she's like the wild child jet addict who's real real sleazy yeah, Bishop's a real son of a bitch. Yeah, like this guy's a real scumbag. Like he's ambitious, but he's also like hard to talk to. Yep. Like he's really aggressive and uh, and confrontational with you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but uh, like like his is most interesting because it has a little bit of bearing on kind of the meta plot of the politics of the area. Oh, yeah. He's pushing real real hard for uh, for I believe for uh, Vault City or NCR. I forget which one he wants you to join up with. No, uh, the NCR. He wants yeah. uh, he wants to bring the NCR in, and so uh, a lot of his quests have you going there to murder political figures um, who are opposing uh, taking NCR or taking uh, uh, New Reno into NCR. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and and you could you know reasonably not want to do this just based on not wanting to close off NCR stuff. Yeah, like if you're trying to do everything, go do everything you can in NCR and then come mm-hmm. here. Yeah, which is ultimately why I didn't end up doing a lot of stuff for the bishops. And in fact, I, did, I didn't because he's a shithead. Yeah, like I, I didn't like him and I didn't like uh didn't like his style. Yeah, so he's mean to his wife. She yeah, that's uh, probably yeah. I'll go with that. That's why I didn't do it yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so then you uh, you get to go to the stables for the Mordinos, mm-hmm. and uh, we should talk about uh, Myron. Yeah, um, getting into him is a little tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it through talking to the scientist and pretend to be a new per- new guard there, but there are lots of speech checks. Yeah, along the way to get in. Um, there's a way that if you're a lady, you can pretend to be a prostitute mm-hmm. um, to get in for him. <laughs> Make a house um, call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, yeah. He gets house calls. Ugh. So and he even talks about it. Um, yeah, Myron is a, a super, super annoying scumbag yeah. um, that's surprisingly recruitable. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, he has a talking head, so there yeah. you go. Um, yeah, yeah he, he, is, he is probably the most morally reprehensible person outside of the Church of Hobology. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He's, so, he's like sociopathic mm-hmm. is like what he is. Like he has no conception of human life. Like he just wants to do his science and yep. have sex. Like he's like a, like a 13-year-old boy's horny ego. Mm-hmm. you know come to life yeah you you recruit him by uh uh just flattering him and saying hey you know they let, let's th- let's teach the mordinos how valuable you are and so yeah. you just walk out with them yeah. yeah yeah he's just i mean apparently he's free to come and go which makes sense because people in town know him mm-hmm. you know so he probably makes trips to the town every once in a while yeah um yeah and he has probably out of all your companions well not probably Definitely, out of all your companions, has the most dialogue. Yeah, like that you can you can have with them. So, this is how you get the quest to cure Jet. Yeah, um, which is tricky. Like you have to, you know, he initially says there is no cure, and you have to pass a pretty tough check to suggest something or get yeah. him to suggest something that uh, that does it. There and are, he'll tell you, or go ahead. There are layers to it too. Like you can have almost high enough intelligence to suggest it, and he's like, "No, I tried that." And you have to have like nine or ten in order yeah. to uh, in order to even like talk about the uh, dopamine inhibitors or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, he talks about like making jet, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Like he just got hired to do you know make this super pure drug, and uh, it's essentially it's Brahmin shit. Yeah, it's Jenkins. <laughs> is, is that what the name of it? Yeah, Jenkum. Yeah. Jinkum. Yeah, it's Jinkum. Um, yeah, it's internet Jinkum. Um, <laughs> video game Jinkum, and the. Uh, yeah, and he, that's where he talks about killing tons of people to make it. Mm-hmm. And you know, he even says like they, you know, they say they want a you know a more pure drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, I look, I made that. It does what it needs to do. I want to make new drugs. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to keep doing this, but you just want to, you know, 
keep me in this lab. It's a real Breaking Bad thing. Yeah. Like, he's he's a, kind of a slave in this super lab. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, just like I liked all the like the sciency mumbo jumbo about like oh we need to get the veggies and how are we gonna not you know like get around this like it was very well thought out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like all the you know all the drugs from before the war are made from veg- you know natural things that don't mm-hmm. exist anymore. Yeah. So how do we do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is very it's really well thought out and just very sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. He uh, so I guess the only thing he brings to the table um, so he's a, he's really terrible in combat. Mm-hmm. Um, he will make stim packs for you and super yeah. stim packs if you have been hoarding around items that you shouldn't be hoarding around yeah um because it's not really worth it stim packs aren't in short supply right. um if he could make more chemical like if they made that more robust robust i could see him being a useful companion yeah you know um but as is you just get him so you get his dialogue mm-hmm. and that, that's why why i have him it when you when he, he has like real severe abandonment issues <laughs> and if you try to leave him behind the first time um he will offer to take you to a, the mordino secret stash in golgotha Hmm. Um, which is, so if you, he's like, no, he's like, no, 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 don't leave me behind. And if you say, well, what are you going to do to make it worth it? Like he's, you know, he's a bully, like he's pathetic. He has no actual confidence. Um, he'll, he'll take, take you to a secret stash of uh, gear in uh, the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no idea. I figured he was full of shit. So I never indulged him. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. He's also real slimy if you're a lady. Oh yeah. So he's got real, that. real slimy uh, dialogue. Yeah. So the first time I abandoned him, I, I left him outside of uh, the, the cat's paw or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then that I went. But, but then I went back and got him because I was like, "What am I doing to these women?" <laughs> <laughs> so, then I, so then I, uh, I like, I just like dropped him off in NCR, which yeah. is a which is a land uh, free of vice. So he yeah. would, he would be uh, uh, most miserable there. Yeah, they're not going to allow him to uh, to peddle his wares. Yeah, I, I really like him as a guy though. Like I, I like how interesting he is, mm-hmm. um, despite the fact that he's a scumbag. Yeah. So. Yep, that's pretty cool. The stables, um, I meant to come back and clear it out um, just because it is an awful, awful thing, but I didn't. The, but mm-hmm. really, once Myron's out, there's not an awful lot to do there. Yeah, yeah. There's one little weird, like one of the weirdest Easter eggs in the game is that there is a cow that has a distended stomach that's near here. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it correctly, you can use Doctor to remove uh, some fusion cells from its stomach. Like it ate some ammo. Oh. It's just a weird little Easter egg. There's yeah. nothing... Nothing to it. That's a thing. Like there, like there, there are magnets that you feed to cows, so that yeah. like stuff, like like you know shards of, you know shards of like nails that get in there won't just tear through their stomachs. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you yeah. ever get the uh, the random encounter where the where the exploding cows came after you? With the uh, the bridge keeper? Or, oh no, the random one because the the bridge keeper will send exploding cows mm. at you. But uh, yeah, there is one with exploding cows, and yeah. I, I have got that. Yeah, yeah, that actually made me lose like a, like about twenty minutes of progress. Yeah, it's a tough encounter. Yeah, well, I didn't. Is there a way to win it? Nope. You <laughs> oh, run. Okay. Yeah. Just run. Yeah. About here's where I got the bridge keeper too. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. It's it's funny. The 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 perk that he asked me about was one that I had just recently gotten. Mm-hmm. So I actually managed to get his robes, which is uh, light combat armor, but half the weight. Yeah. And also makes you look like a creepy uh, like a creepy cultist. Yeah, the uh, follower of the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's just a Monty Python reference. Is he? More or less. Yeah, the whole mm. idea of like answering the third question with a question. Oh yeah, yeah. And having him uh having him blow up, that's a uh, from uh Holy Grail. That is my uh that, that that is my secret nerd shame. I don't have deep catalog on uh Monty Python. 
I, I don't either. I know some of the references and stuff, yeah. but I, you know, I don't find it that stands up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just, you know, watch it over and over or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and we, there's a, I guess we'll just uh, horn it in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's one other random encounter that is worth talking about, which is the, the cafe of broken dreams, but- the, um, which is a ghost uh, bar filled with NPCs from fallout one. Really? Um, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Who have, uh, who have, funny dialogue and you can get dog meat from fallout one um if you put on leather armor and talk to him and he follows (laughs) you from the the kind of the from the secret cafe to the real world Hmm. so is it like nighthawks that's what that's what it sounds like from the the phrase but it's just a bar like a fallout bar yeah so yeah that's that's worth hunting down it's a neat encounter and then there are a bunch of little pop culture references of various uh, oh and um the door to the edge of tomorrow, um, which is cool, where it's like a gate. Um, it's a reference to a Star Trek episode, hmm. and you go, you get teleported back in time to Vault Thirteen, and you uh, you break the water chip. <laughs> yeah. So just being goofy. Yeah. Um, you you operate the computer and it breaks the water chip. Yeah. And you go back to to real life. So <laughs> thus creating a stable time loop. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. As we said at the beginning of the broadcast, this episode is brought to you by Audible.com. And for you, our dearest listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash watch out for fireballs. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash watch out for fireballs for your free audiobook today. Want to talk about Sierra? Yeah. Yeah, I love their adventure games. (laughs) <laughs> um, there are their outdoors clubs yeah I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out have i died more in a sierra game or outside the, <laughs> the gates sierra, of the sierra army uh, depot sierra. <laughs> that's what i was named after god damn like, yeah. yeah it's hard those, those turrets yeah 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 it's very it's very tricky mm-hmm. um the uh you can the trick to turrets in this game is that if you have a scoped hunting rifle or the sniper rifle yeah you can shoot them from outside their range okay but that doesn't help with a team. Like I, whenever I go into a combat dungeon, ironically, I end up leaving my team behind because if I don't want them to die, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I just don't care if they die. But if they're carrying around like 30, 40 shotguns, yeah. I don't I feel like dealing with that. So yeah, your I just leave them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're just walking wallets made of human flesh. Um, <laughs> Necronomicon <laughs> wallet. Holy <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> it's a Kickstarter. I'm surprised um, that's not, a, that's gotta be a thing. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, uh, so I leave them behind and then just snipe the, the turrets. Mm hmm from a distance and get them destroyed you can also kill them before they go aggro okay on you yeah um but if you don't know that it's fucking tough yeah. and there are more turrets in the game too yeah so this was about the time where so i, I where i figured out that you, you could uh change the tactics like mm-hmm. the combat stuff like up until this point uh, up until this point i didn't know you could do that yeah the combat um, control yeah yeah which is real nice um also mm-hmm. i had been using steel to um, manipulate their inventories oh wow uh, yeah <laughs> so, because that, <laughs> because that's how you did it in fallout 2 or fallout 1 yeah. rather right yeah that's, well, yeah one of the big i mean the the way that companions are more user-friendly is one of the biggest like improvements of the game mm-hmm. i think like if they knew they were going to do an increased emphasis on companions like yeah. they made them usable yep so i was well over halfway through before i realized that <laughs> I'm sorry. Kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's definitely right. funny. It's yeah. uh, probably like a lot of undue frustration. Yeah, I'm not not even like I just I didn't expect it would get any better. Yeah, and you know it's my fault for not paying attention to the menu buttons. You know. Yeah. But uh, well, actually, no, they just put that button where the use where the useless talk about button was. 
So, yeah, it used to be, but there's yeah. no talkabouts anymore. Yep, I know, but my yeah. but my eyes just kind of glazed over it because I knew that was a bullshit thing yeah. for foolish people. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, this is where I did that. I also just uh, loaded up Marcus with the Bozar from uh, from the mm-hmm. Toxic Caves. Uh, which I went back to and and, uh, and and got, and he made short work of them yeah. along with along with me with my sniper rifle. So that that Bozar is amazing. Yeah, that's a really good gun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this is um, there's kind of these army bases. There's a couple of them in the game. Um, usually the the kind of tricking trickiness to them is dealing with their security systems. Yeah. And force field setups. So you know, do the wrong thing, go in the wrong area, you will trigger bots. Uh, coming out or change the force field like red force fields you can walk through but it hurts you mm-hmm. uh, green force fields you can't walk through at all yeah. so you have to actually disable the emitters right which makes vic kind of one of the most valuable npcs in the game yeah i never put any points into repair and i just brought him along um and whenever you try to repair something that is outside of scope for you he runs up and does it for you the um, I don't like how how they're done in this game, like how force fields are done. Because right. if you don't have Vic with you and you don't have decent repair, like it's a lot of game you're just not going to get. Yep. You know, and it's frustrating. Like I had decent repair, I just I just had to keep trying over and over and over. Yeah, and if you do to, it too uh, much, it trips an alarm. Yeah. So that that made me that was frustrating. Yeah. To me, like I don't really like that. I wish there had been more ways to get around them. Mm-hmm. Um, or that it was just uh, a little bit more intuitive what the security computers did. Like, I guess it's part of the idea is that you don't have a complete understanding of what's going on, but I found that a little bit frustrating. So, but it's worth coming here because you will get more weapons than you'll ever could ever sell. Yeah. In your whole life. Felt kind of guilty because I went in here, took everything, went back to, uh, to write and I was like, Hey, it's crazy in there. You should go. Yeah. (laughs) And then went back. (laughs) Yeah. There's some robots that will shoot you. Yeah. Just get shoot up by, uh, uh, robots. The, uh, the kind of the end game to this, um, you know, just kind of pre-war army base, is the, the basement where you meet uh, Skynet, which is not his official name, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's an AI that you call Skynet yeah. um, that has been trapped here and wants to get out yeah. um, of, of there. It makes me wish that there was like a YouTube like Fallout lore series because mm-hmm. AIs are really interesting in the early Fallouts. Like, you run into another one later as well. And uh, there's a lot of just kind of like shadowy references to to different AIs. And mm-hmm. it's never quite, you know, explained in the game, but this, uh, this AI wants out and the, uh, uh, you know, you have to try to get it a body mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of a quest for this. Yeah. Um, mostly you can do, um, there's like a, a cryogenics retrieval section. Yeah. Um, you can, did you pull out the soldier that's like from out of time? No. The, uh, if you pull out, there's a soldier that comes out and, uh, he talks to you, he was fighting and he got shot. He doesn't remember anything after that. He runs away, and then after five steps, he blows up. <laughs> and I can't remember the word for it, but it says, like, oh, cryogenic molecular dysfunction, <laughs> like, or something like that in the lower left. And he has a unique BB gun that's kind of good and interesting hmm. um, on him. But uh, the other thing, you need, to get a, you need to get a brain. You extract a brain from this machine, and if your science is too low, you get an abnormal brain or a chimpanzee <laughs> brain. Which is kind of like a real I have no mouth, I must scream like situation for Skynet where you mm-hmm. stick it inside this robot but give it a brain that is like, you know, a monkey's brain. So it's yeah. not intelligent at all. Um, you, if you find – go ahead. Did you get the brain I asked for? Well, no. Yes. Can you yeah. tell me no. the name? Abby <laughs> Normal. <laughs> <laughs> Abby um, Normal. Yeah, if you get the Abby Normal brains. The um, – <laughs> 
the uh, uh, and you can do a like a, if your science is decent, you get a normal brain. It just kind of becomes kind of a shitty, you know, carrying stuff robot. Mm-hmm. But if you get the cybernetic brain, it becomes like a really good sniper. Yeah, that you can take with you. Um, Skynet is evil too. Like it's hard to unlock his dialogue without pissing him off. Mm-hmm. But he wants to do terrible things to the world. <laughs> like he's 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 a pretty shitty shitty character. He wants revenge. Yep. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't do anything with him just because it requires like too high of a science role, and I wasn't to a point where I could get that yet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then Myron's science isn't you know it, since you're through the uh, computer interface, mm-hmm. it's not just using an object. Myron won't step up and and do it for you. Right. So. But. Yeah, but it's a it's an interesting companion. He's mm-hmm. a robot. Um, nobody cares that you have a robot with you. Yeah, <laughs> a, a brain bot it. even, which yeah, is the weirdest yeah. looking of the yeah, of the yeah, robots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, danger. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's that's your uh, army depot. There's a cool holodisc that you can get that uh, that gives you like transcripts from GNN Galaxy News Network, mm-hmm. which. I forget if this was at all present in Fallout 1, but this is like a glimpse of what happened right before the bombs fell. Talking about yeah. like the oil crisis and uh, and like eventually it just turns into propaganda. Like once the Chinese start invading, like do it yep. for apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, that's all there in Fallout 1, but they spend there's a little bit more time talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like um, the big combat dungeon that's in Fallout 1 has a lot of military stuff that kind of talks a little. It's not like quite man on the street news. Mm-hmm. But talks a lot about the world before the the bombs fell, right? So, and that's what you, when you go into these combat places, that's what you're doing is you're just trying to find audio logs and stuff that tell these little stories, which mm-hmm. is like a tradition the series has done. Like that's one of the things I really like about the 3D ones is they'll be you know buildings that have like one treasure at the end, mm-hmm. you know, but they're mostly about just getting through and getting the story, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've done that. You become a made man, which is great. Yep. You get a discount everywhere. But uh, we're gonna head over to the New California Republic. So the NCR, the NCR, this was weird for me because of the order that I played the series in. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing what the NCR was all about coming into it helped a lot of it make a little bit more sense. Uh, there's some stuff that was still pretty kind of, you know, still kind of cool. Like when I realized that this is Shady Sands. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, you know, that President Tandy was that Tandy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was acquired a, a Southern accent somehow. <laughs> well, like you a, know, a, gr- a grizzled life on the wasteland. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a neat area. There's su- kind of surprisingly little to do here. Yeah, like I always thought that there would be more to this. Like there are a little kind of mini quests, but there's not uh, kind of a central thing to do here. Yeah, it's not really mm-hmm. a hub. It's kind of like a Modoc and uh, what is it? The, yeah. cre- the creepy farm, or you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a you know your first really great shop in the game. So the uh, the gun stores here. Um, and this, I, I sent you a text about this, I think. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you about the know, multiple inventories. Yeah, so the gun, they, that's a, they don't communicate that at all in the game, which is frustrating. But um, depending on which table you're... And the guy, I think he says something like, look at my tables. And if you, <laughs> you interact with the tables, you'll get different inventories. But this is where you're going to be able to unload your shotguns and actually get you know, a decent weapon. Right. Um, I think this is where I got my first sniper rifle from, which is I end up using that quite a bit. Yeah. There's, 
there's actually one that's on the ground in Sierra, which is where I picked up. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, this guy's really useful uh, for getting ammo um, until you can, you know, work up the balls to go out to uh, San Francisco. Yeah, where the where the kind of game breaking uh, weapon shop yeah. is at. But yeah. yeah, this one's real decent though. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other little kind of quests that go through uh, that have to do with the politics. Yeah. You know, things. And you're oftentimes sent here. So I guess there are more quests here if you consider yourself sent by, you know, if you're sent by Bishop. Right. Um, one of the more, uh, the uh, did you run into the uh, the policeman who's gone crazy? Who's got uh, the no, no. I read about it, but I've never figured out how to get that to trigger. Yeah. It's, somebody just ran up to me and told me about it. But you maybe didn't go near, near enough to the entrance. Right. Of it for that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really nice quest. It's all dialogue based, and you have to be it's not necessarily intuitive what you have to say to him. Mm-hmm. Like uh, certain things, you know, like kind of giving him the real everything will get better uh, oh, yeah. speech option, like doesn't set well with him, right. and will cause him to blow up the the power station or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, kind of being a little bit sympathetic to him and his reason, you know, actually that's really terrible. Like what happened to you is awful. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed that that's what kind of does it for him. Um, it's a nice little little questlet. Yeah. Um, you also can join the NCR Rangers here. Yeah, which um, I did. Nothing, yeah, nothing. It's, it's definitely worth doing because you have to go kill some slavers and mm-hmm. fuck slavers. Yeah. But um, there's no quest with it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a little hint of what's to come with the, the Rangers. You get a little badge, though. Yeah, you do get a cute little badge. <laughs> yeah. I thought if like I had that in my active inventory slot, something would happen. You right. know, I get different dialogue with people, but it doesn't doesn't happen. So yeah. it's kind of like the uh, the deputy star from uh, from yeah Reading. Yeah, yeah. A little souvenir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, you talk to Tandy and you find out about like Vault Fifteen. So, like, I'm really really conflicted about the NCR. <laughs> yeah, which is like they're like this is the nicest place. Um, in, in, in the wasteland that you've seen so far, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's got the greenery and kind of like apparent prosperity of, uh, vault city, except without the horrible, like subjugation of people mm-hmm. kind of thing. They're like, yeah, maybe not so much on the chems and prostitution and fuck slavery. Um, it's like I can get on board with that. And like, I just like the idea of there being a Republic, but just like what we alluded to earlier about, they come in and then just kind of like get rid of everything interesting. It's really, yeah. it's like, it's, it's kind of a nuanced political, uh, you know, depiction for them to kind of launch into uh, yeah. in a video game. Right. Yeah. It's not black and white yeah. by any means, um, being, and they kind of carry that forward in, in new Vegas where like, yeah. obviously you're not going to side with the Legion, like the Legion mm-hmm. are shit heels, but siding with Mr. House is against the NCR is perfectly reasonable, Yeah, you know, or the, the brotherhood or mm-hmm. the other factions like NCR is not necessarily the good guys. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I've played New Vegas, um, and it just makes sense to talk about it here because this is New Vegas uh, 1.0 or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, whenever I play New Vegas, um, I always end up by default going with the, uh, uh, what's it, like Mr. Happy or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, independent. You know, yeah, the independent, you know, which is like New Vegas stands alone, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Which is also, you know, I, I feel morally comfortable with that ending. Yeah. You know, ironically, that's what Benny was trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> and he shoots you. So yeah. he's a bad guy. So yeah, like moral gray areas. Yep. Go fall out. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and a couple other like little little questlets in here. Did you uh, talk to the doctor who wants you to test out the super mutant cure? I talked to him about it, but it seemed like bad news. So I didn't do it. That and the only super mutant I knew I had a lot of access to was Marcus. And I didn't yeah. want to lose him. So yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely kills whoever you do that to. So, yeah. and he even says like, I didn't say it wasn't going to kill him. I said it was going <laughs> to cure him. You know, he's a, he's a shithead. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, you can get a robo dog from him if you like robotic dogs. Yeah, like there are like 17 different robotic dogs you can get in this fucking game. <laughs> there are two, but okay. there are three total dogs you can get. You could theoretically have a crew that's you, two robo dogs, and dog meat from the past, <laughs> which is awesome. So, so um, uh, uh, the chosen one, his two robot dogs, and a ghost dog. Yep. It's okay. On the way of the samurai. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the uh, uh, you can get that from him, which is kind of interesting. Like, but there's no like we said alluded to. It's not a hub. Yeah. No central thing. The hubologist. This is where you first run into a hubologist. Yep. Yep. And is, you have to murder him. Is there any downside to taking the uh, the Zeta scan? No. No. There's only actually upside. So like you get yeah. the the stat bonuses and you can use it to get into the hubologist yeah. in San Francisco if you want to side with them, which I've only done once for novelty. Okay. Like I don't like it. But yeah. I did it once just because I wanted to see what the, the quests were. Mm-hmm. I hate hubology. Yeah. <laughs> it's so shitty. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, the, like this was another place where my stem pack uh, routine uh, worked very nicely uh, just because. Yeah. 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 The super, so, so super stem packs give you hit points and then subtract nine uh-huh. after a couple minutes. I'm just explaining for the audience um, who if they don't know. So you can yeah. uh, if you have awareness, you can size up someone's HP, divide it by nine, and then give them that many super stim backs, mm-hmm. and they'll die in 10 minutes yep. from, like, an overdose. And no one knows you today. Yeah. And even like, with I this... I feel pretty good. Keep, uh, yeah, keep putting that stim pack <laughs> in me. Oh, it feels great. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. So generous. You know, and then just... Oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, super stim packs, like, for as scarce as they are right around this point, even though I did this a lot, I still ended the game with, like, 20 of them. It's because they're not, you never use them in combat because you go into your inventory and you might as well just use three regular stim packs and not have the downside. Right. Like I never touched a, I never used a super stim pack on myself. Yeah. If, if like inventory was real time, I'd use them like crazy. Right. But uh, it's kind of a weird conflicting mechanic. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no, the downside, there's really no reason for it other than this weird little glitch. Right. So, so yeah, yeah, that's how you kill the, uh, the hubologist, which you should do because of hubology. Yes. Because um, hubology. Yep, murder them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Vault 15, you're finding out the location of that mm-hmm. from here, which uh, I think, um, how is that? It's just part of a quest, I think. Yeah, Tandy um, Tandy gives it to you. You go yeah, and talk yeah. to her and you say, like, hey, I'm the descendant of the Vault Dweller. And she's like, oh, yeah. You hear a little bit about what happened in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes me sympathetic to the to the NCR as well, just the fact that it was founded by Tandy for some reason. Yeah. Like, oh, she's she's good people, I guess. Yeah. She's, yeah. she, she, she was in, directly influenced by the values that I espoused in Fallout 1. Yep. So, um, Vault 15 is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, it's like the, you know, this little shanty town that is uh, putting on a front, really, that kind of everything is okay. Right. But it is definitely not. Yeah. So, they're called the Squat, and it's a bunch of people who do not want to talk to you. Um, yep. And they're also, even though they are standing over top of Vault 15, they are not allowed in. And yep. you quickly... Uh, run into a mother who is frantic because her daughter was kidnapped and through rescuing uh, this daughter you find out that it's not just any raiders who are you know holding this it's actually the great cons not the great yep. cons the cons the yep. great, the great then, cons come later it's a it's a shadow of uh what happens in fallout one where tandy herself gets kidnapped yeah and held by the cons mm-hmm. so uh, and now tandy is helping the next generation of yeah yeah and i love the idea that uh what's his name darian um mm-hmm. just has has just gone crazy <laughs> and, yeah and his entire his entire purpose in life is to is to stop tandy and uh you know make her life a living hell yeah um, the description of him and his descent into madness is pretty neat 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty good. There's a there's a good guy doctor in here too, who's yeah. just kind of like, you know, well, I don't want to hurt any, you know, I'm I'm kind of a slave here, but I'm going to help people right. anyway. Um, nice little nice little bit. Mainly mm-hmm. though, that you're doing this through kind of a series of different ways you can find the location of Vault 13. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other ways to do it in the NCR, but this is a, an easy way to do it. Yeah, and uh, you head over to Vault 13, and uh, there are death claws. Yeah, <laughs> they're talking. They're, yeah, but they're not uh, trying to kill you. Nope, they're nice guys. Yeah. And this presents another little ethical thing because they're nice. They seem to have uh, they seem to have ethics, um, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a little creepy because the humans don't quite know what to make of it. And uh, there's a little bit of like a, an insurgency happening, uh, trying to sabotage everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, that live there, and all the humans like this area is kind of. Uh, I feel like it's a little bit lazily designed in that yeah. the uh, the humans have interesting stories, but your responses don't interact like right. the humans will give you a paragraph of text and then you have three options like good option neutral option jerk option and that yeah. just keeps happening and it has no consequence mm-hmm. so the people have interesting stories how they ended up in vault 13 but you have no way to interact with those stories yeah, yeah. um did i take it you didn't get uh the npc here it's not in the notes uh, uh no no i did not is there an npc here yeah they're one of the death claws you can take with them really. i would have said his name is grother but it's not grother it's um because that's the other one it it's another G. It's yeah. I've seen him on a, on some lists. It's like a G. Goris. Goris. Yeah. Yeah. You can get Goris hmm. if you want to, which I like. Just in you know the inti- like, so he wears this big robe over himself and tells people <laughs> that he's disfigured. Okay. Which I really like. Like he's just like, oh, who's that big lumpy disfigured guy? Um, I like that a lot. But I love uh, like the times when I do start shit. So like if I take him to the slavers, and then like you know one of them says something to me, and then I pull out a gun, and then Goris does this animation where he takes off his robe and he's a death claw. <laughs> oh like shit! And it's yeah, it's just like I realize, like look, motherfuckers, like yeah, I do, I do not tolerate habology or slavery in my wasteland. <laughs> like it's not okay. And I brought this death claw to come fuck you up. Yep. Like and he's he's not amazing. Like he's not. You know, a great NPC, and he can't mm-hmm. wear armor, which makes him a little bit of a detriment. But right. I like the psychological edge that I imagine having. <laughs> yeah, it was like the ultimate shock trooper. Yeah, because like, exactly. everybody's afraid of death claws, and rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though you never have to fight them mm-hmm. in in this game, so yeah, mm-hmm. never have to. Or um, you can. You if you're a bad guy, you can come here and just okay. slaughter. There, there are no random encounters where uh, where a death claw will just come out. I don't think so. No. I never ran into any. Okay. So I don't know for sure, but I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but you get your gek. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you get down here. Uh, you you, ha- you have to uh, you have to do a quest. Or wait, do you have to or can you steal it? You can steal it, but it makes everyone hostile. Yeah. So that's oh. another way you'd have to kill Death Claws. Okay. Yeah. So the quest you- is easy, though. But it's interesting the way that they've, like, it's it, again, it's logically sound, mm-hmm. is that somebody has taken the computer, like the, the Death Claws, their hands can't manipulate the computers, mm-hmm. but they use the voice activation thing. And someone just sabotaged the voice activation. Yeah. So just to stop the death claws from being able to use the replicators and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just have to you just have to buy the uh, you just have to buy the voice module from uh, Eldritch in uh, in uh, New Reno. Yep, yep, and you can find one I think somewhere too. I think there might be one in the Army Depot and like a locker on a later floor. I think you can find one as well. Makes sense. But yeah, um, you find out the location of Vault Thirteen. Or fuck. Nope. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're, you're, That's you're, before I, nope. I, I was. I was scrolled up on the list. You continue uh, I, to remember. I, yes. You you continue to remember. Uh, yes. You have your gek. It's like awesome. Great. Let's go back. Let's uh, let's let's get a garden started. Let's have yeah. a garden party. <laughs> let's yeah. get this garden in here. <laughs> um, however, um, 
Yeah, and uh, just just while we're here, uh, when you're talking to somebody in the NCR, you actually through dialogue discover what the uh, what the GEC actually is, which is like some records from the Library of Congress mm-hmm. and uh, like some seed packets. So yeah, yeah, it's not magical. Yeah, it, it was you know, explicitly you know contradicted in Fallout Three. Yes, it will not make some foliage chase you down a hallway. Yes, annoying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, um, but yeah, so you head back and uh oh. Village yeah. has been destroyed. Whoops. And, uh, yep. What's and Haster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the king in yellow talks yes. about fire beasts. <laughs> yes. Um, Hakukan or Hanukan. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tells you that they've been taken by whirling metal birds from the sky. Yep. You can still be a real dickhead to him at this yeah. point if you want. <laughs> like, you can just be like, look, if you're ever going to make sense for once in your life, now is the time to do it before it's too late. Yeah. Like you can, oh, and just in dickish dialogue, I forgot to mention this. Skynet. When you're talking to Skynet in the Sierra Army Depot, depot <clears throat> he says like he wants to to see the outside world, and one of your dialogue responses can be, "Well, it's nice to want things, yep. and then leave." That's <laughs> so good. Have you ever actually have you ever actually said that to somebody? Uh, no, no, it's real dicky. <laughs> yeah. It's I, like, real dicky. I, I said it once as a joke, and the person got really, really upset. So I never yeah. said it again. <laughs> That's really mean. Well, yeah. It's nice to want things. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man, yeah, that's uh, that, like that. That is a hot button phrase for people. <laughs> um, yeah, mm. but uh, but yeah, he's he's there. My favorite thing is like as he's like doing his death rattle, he's like, "Go, Navarro, save!" You can say for once you're making sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor old guy. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it makes sense to be a, a dick because, as we mentioned in the last episode, like initially. You know, you're kind of a, a farm seed. Mm-hmm. And now... You've farm, been, you mean a hayseed? A hayseed, <laughs> a.k.a. farm boy. <laughs> a.k.a. farm seed. A- a.k.a. Um, Randy Quaid from Kingpin? Yeah. Which yeah, I you're, watched you're, since, since since then. That is a oh, funny movie. It is a funny movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like the Fairly Brothers. Yeah, I'll they, say they, they sometimes do very good work. Yeah. They never, they never do really bad work. Like, yeah. it's like, I don't always love it, but I don't think they ever... Yeah. I don't think those movies are bad. You know what's funny? The Ringer. A ringer. I don't know if I've seen the ringer. Uh, it's the one with uh, Johnny Knoxville in the Special Olympics. Oh, very I heartfelt. Not, I've not seen that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Huh. You know, hmm. again, Fairly Brothers. It's not. You know, it's. It won't bring tears to your eyes, but it is. Uh, it is. It is a good comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and very sensitive. And you know, you would think that it would be. Uh, it'd be cheap shots, but it is not. Yeah, it seems like it's not. It would not be sensitive. Yep. But I'm glad it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, it, yeah. W- it would make sense because you've been out, you, uh, you, you know, you, you've whacked people, you've, you're, you're whacking people off left and right yeah. at the Golden yeah, Globes, just, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So now you can be snarky as you want to be. Yeah. Um, you know, this name Navarro, I don't think you know where it's at just yet. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't go here until I went to San Francisco. Yeah. But if it, you went directly to Navarro, we can do that first. I did because it puts it on your map. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I couldn't remember if it had or not. Yeah, so. and it was on the way to San Francisco, so is, I, yeah, I, I, I went to... there. Although, although it is kind of the side dungeon of San Francisco, which is a minor quest hub. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. but like narratively, it makes sense because like this is the critical path, and it points you directly here. Yeah, 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 makes sense. You just don't know what you're you're here to get a thing that you don't know just yet. Yeah, well, you're here it's... looking. Well, yeah, you're, you're here looking for your people, but it quickly becomes apparent that it's they're, they're not here. And it's also the game is preparing you for these uh, kind of tougher combat dungeons because you get power armor. Yeah. This is the first like guaranteed spot. You're yeah. getting it, I believe. 
Um, which I, I love, like, so this is a, so it's, it's a gas station that is, um, you know, is kind of run by this guy in a robe who's just like, well, you know, nothing to see here. You yeah. know, there's no gas. I haven't seen a car like that in a while. Well, look at the time, you know, <laughs> and just trying to, trying to get, shove you off. Yeah. Um, which I like to kill this guy because I don't like the Enclave. <laughs> and, uh, but you can just say that you're a new guy. And when you're inside, any of these later combat dungeons, like, or not any of them, but most of them, you don't have to fight through, which I really right. like. Like, everybody in Power Armor looks the same. Mm-hmm. So why would they instantly know it's you? Right. That's something they tease out with New Vegas a little bit, where you can wear the different uniforms, but it never quite worked for me. Right. Like, it always seemed to fall down. But yeah. that, that's really, if you're wearing Power Armor, how can you tell anybody apart? Yeah. You, know, you should be able to walk wherever you want. Yep, just the perpetual new guy. Like, hey, yep. like, like that worked several times before. It's one of the running gags in the narrative, which is just, you can just say that. It's kind of like the Gek slash Gecko thing. Um, yeah. You know, like, if you have high enough speech, it's, like, the dumbest option, but it works every single yeah. time. Yeah, which is which I like. And the, yeah. uh, um, and other, and I wouldn't want to fight all these things. Like, I've killed everybody in Fallout before. Ugh, and the, uh, this is the turret. If you thought the turrets were bad in, in the Sierra Army Depot, these ones are way worse. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere and they're tougher turrets. Yeah, I was walking through this saying, that would suck to fight, that would suck to fight, that would yeah. suck to fight. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so you get there, your power armor, you walk around, and as long as you're kind of mining your P's and Q's, like, you're mostly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little side quest with a doctor who's experimenting on a Deathclaw. Okay. A talking Deathclaw. Did you run into that? I ran into it, but I didn't opt to do it. it I like it just because you can help him. Like, it, it's it's pretty awesome, too. Like, he's he's talking about how uh, he, and this is where you get your other Robodog if you want another one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, like, collecting them. But he, uh, he says, like, oh, you know, that Deathclaw in the other room, it's been making all these noises. You know, I've been doing experiments on it, so I have this room especially soundproofed. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he says, "Oh, you know, I've been experimenting on it. Like, uh, if they're if they're smart enough to, to I like this one has been hiding its intelligence from me, but I can tell its intelligence because it's intelligent because of X, Y, and Z. If they're smart enough to breed, that's a real problem, and we need to actually just scrap the whole experiment and kill all of them. Right. Um, and uh, so, and then uh, you get an option where you can be like dot dot dot. So this room is soundproofed, right? And then, and then, and then he goes, "Yeah, why do you ask?" And then you can enter combat and kill him without alerting the rest of the base. Um, and then you let the uh, let the death claw out. I okay. So. His name oh. is Zarn. His name is so, what? Zarn. 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 Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. That's that, that, that's pretty cool. I didn't do it just because I was. I'll admit I was in a little bit of, ru- of a rush at this point. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I just I knew death calls are bad news. Um, although, having seen what happened to Vault Thirteen, I probably could have you know helped a brother out. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I can't remember exactly when that happens, but uh, Frank Horgan comes back with the Enclave and kills every all the death claws. Yeah, that happens. I, I I I neglected to get the uh, the Navcom part, so I came back. It kind of seems senseless to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I mean I think it's related to. I mean, there, there's reasoning behind it, but I can't remember. Well, yeah, like he, like the, the the reason that uh, Arroyo and Vault Thirteen are uh, are singled out, like that makes sense. Although they've already gotten everybody they want out of Vault Thirteen, so why come? Yeah, back? yeah, yeah. It's a little little, little, little sloppy, but yeah, it's showing him he's he's a, he's, a, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a he's a bastard. Um, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can down, you can get down here. You get the uh, the the advanced power armor. I had gone to yeah. San Francisco already and uh, used my miles of shotguns to buy regular power armor. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but this is this is nice. It made me pretty much invulnerable for the rest of the for the rest of the go. Uh, Except uh, was, yeah, critical hits. Yeah, critical hits out, always. But... Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, it's a pretty cool bit trying to get the the vertebrate uh, vertebrate plans uh, from uh, from Quincy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and you had to get the FOB. 
yeah. um, from here as well. Which again, which is, you just say, "Hey, I'm the new guy. I'm here to get this thing," and they let you do it. Yeah, uh, I I didn't for some reason didn't get that option. I had to say. Um, he said, like, nobody's allowed in there except for the cleaning crew, and they're not due for another hour. Mm-hmm. And then you had to go somewhere, wait an hour, and come back uh-huh. and say you're the cleaning crew, which I love that you're wearing power armor yeah. <laughs> yeah. to clean. Like, But if you if you just wait an hour then and then talk to him, he's like, you didn't even leave. You think I'm going to fall for that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, opens good. fire. So just going to stand here and clear my inbox. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. The, yeah. Uh, but you, I, I did it by cleaning his office, closing the door, and then uh, stealing it or super stim packing him. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I get the super stims. If he's in the office, does he mind that you get into his locker and take his uh, He He does. Ultra-seeker? I had to sneak. Oh, okay. like I had to, yeah, I managed to do it through sneaking. Yes. So, which is hard. But, yeah. Housekeeping. Yep, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's uh, also... Go ahead. I was going to say the other like noteworthy thing is there's a drill sergeant in uh, this level who's a lot of fun. Oh, that's when uh, if if you actually report to your post after you talk your you talk your way in, uh, like he actually puts you at like the vertebrate spot and you have to stand there. Otherwise, he like harasses you. Yeah. yeah, 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 and like and he's got a lot of like you can say like a lot of snarky, funny things to him, and he just loses the patience and yeah, it's real did, funny. Did you forget something, soldier? Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I like the uh, so, so all of this is kind of unlocked. At least it was for me by Cookie the Cook. Yeah. Yeah, yep. he was just shockingly helpful. He's like Chris Farley in Wayne's World. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's just giving you all the yeah. yeah, like 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 he even gave you like passwords to computers. Like, oh man, this tech really loves this girl. This or this other guard. Like his nickname is Snooky. You know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you can um, and you can actually talk to Snooky and say like this, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kick his ass when I'm done." He doesn't. If you uh, if you do decide to kill the base, he never goes hostile, which oh, is yeah? nice. You don't have to kill this one nice guy. Yeah there like just come to arroyo dog like help yeah. us out we're gonna <laughs> yeah. you know, i want you on my crew like in the future yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah join my pirate ship yeah i'm looking for a cook yeah um yeah so any um, regardless of, you know you got your two critical items here the vertebrate plans and the fob mm-hmm. um and you head to san francisco or you went to san francisco and got quests uh, yeah, to, do to, this. to come here yeah everybody wants those vertebrate plans um real quick before we do that i'll do a, a little side thing so there is a military base that's to the south. It is a combat dungeon entirely, and it's actually the military base from the end of Fallout 1, yeah. kind of in, in wreckage okay. um, from there. You had to explode your way in through a really asinine adventure game puzzle where you tie dynamite to a pole that you tie to a minecart. To a cat um, with honey. Yeah, it's a real cat with honey kind of thing, just because it's out of place with this game. Mm-hmm. Like in a regular adventure game, I think that's fine. Um, and these are leftover super mutants for the most part. They're being controlled by... Uh, a, there's kind of interesting backstory. Like they kidnapped, they're kidnapping people and trying to renew the experience, the experiments of the master okay. um, with the FEV. They kidnap a miner from Reading whose name is Melchior, who is a magician <laughs> as well. He's like a miner and then also a stage magician. You actually run into his kid in Reading who says like, I miss my dad, Melchior the Magnificent. Um, and you go through and you fight a lot of super mutants. And then you get to this end boss stage, which is probably the hardest fight in the game. Um, versus Melchior because he pulls, um, he says he's summoning like magic tricks and he pulls monsters from these FEV vats. Oh shit. And they're really tough. Um, so it's just a really hard fight. And the whole thing is just a combat dungeon with like interesting story to it. And you get some kind of like, uh, pip logs and, and stuff like that about, uh, you know, about the military base and that history, but yeah. it is purely optional. Yeah. And that's why I opted not to do it. Like I, I stole stuff from the, from the, you know shacks around there just uh mm-hmm. say that i've been there 
But uh, but yeah, I never delved right in there just because I knew like Fallout is no great or uh, combat and Fallout is no great shakes. Yeah, I so. actually really like. I didn't do it this time. I actually really like the combat, but I was just kind of done playing yeah. at that point. Like I love this game. I lo- I even like how long it is, but it is very long. Yeah. And when you're trying to do everything uh, in the game, like it gets a little bit, you know, it's expansive mm-hmm. to to a degree. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I totally bypass this otherwise. Um, yeah. Which you know, uh, since it's optional, like I kind of look at it like uh, you know, there's not too much to it. Like it's not yeah. you know, it's it's like the the sewers under torment. Okay. You know, under yeah. sigil, like it's just it's a combat dungeon, and if you want to fight some super mutants, because you're not going to get a chance to. Right. Like here they are. So I don't yeah. I, I don't sweat it. Like I wouldn't sweat it. Yeah. Um, San Francisco, there is more to it. Significantly more. Yeah, so everybody here wants uh, wants the vertebrate plans. Um, I gave them to the Brotherhood, uh, the one dude who was here, and then the massive empty vault uh, <laughs> that yeah, you know, had all that what's stuff that, here. What's not that big? Like, it's not like the old Brotherhood thing. Like, it's yeah, a couple. Of, it's a couple. But, of uh, yeah. It's because they're listening posts. Like when we ran into the Brotherhood earlier, which we could you know run into these guys at their outside their listening posts. Yeah, they're at the den and uh, where else? Um, in the uh, the den and in NCR. Okay. Um. So, and they, that's literally what they are, is they're just, like, these are outposts. Okay. So, yeah. at first, when I first played, I thought, like, the brother had fallen on hard times, but that's not really what's going on. This is yeah, just the, the, the fringes. That's how I interpreted it. So, there's something about games of this vintage, and I'm thinking specifically of Deus Ex and also, um, you know, Vampire the Masquerade, and I'm sure there have been a couple of other, maybe it popped up in Daikatana, um, of, like last two thirds of a game or last third of a game really really uninteresting like and now we go to chinatown Mm. like (laughs) like i got here and like with a second that they put that in i don't mean this to sound like like tacitly racist or whatever but like i just had no interest in doing like any of the quests for the she yeah the she are not very like they're not great yeah. The uh, what's interesting is that there was more to them, but it got cut out. Okay. Like they were supposed to, and there's little hints that still are still in the game, but they were supposed to be working with um, some kind of a radiated plant thing, and they were supposed to be intelligent plants. Well, their their ending well. actually alludes to that. Like it shows cherry yeah. blossoms taking over uh, San Francisco. But there's no like the connective tissue isn't there. Like right. there was supposed to be more to that. Um, to make them a little bit more interesting. Right. Um, and they, they are really bland, like set up in opposition to the Hobologist, which mm-hmm. are really interesting and villainous yeah. um, here. So I, I agree with you. Yeah. Like it is not, uh, it's they're just, not very interesting. It was just such a weird trend. I don't, yeah. I, I, I don't even know how to unpack that. I mean, like, and there's, uh, you know, the, uh, I, I guess like one of the things, and I don't want this to sound tacitly racist either, <laughs> but I think that um, whenever there's, there's this kind of, what you're maybe picking up on, is uh, people like uh, Western writers don't know how to write gray morality when it comes to other cultures. Okay. So it just becomes like honor. Like they become like this weird stand in for just goodness. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like, oh, these people, it's it's really kind of condescending. Like these people are simple and, and close to the earth and in touch with their ancestors and, you know, are, are good guys, you know, because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just, which is weird. Like I under, there's a huge, you know, Chinese population in San Francisco. You know, like that makes it makes sense. Like the West Coast has a lot of that, so it makes sense for there to be that. And I can understand them wanting to just have 
a little bit of racial diversity, but the writing always falls often falls down because I don't think that the writers know how to do it Yeah, and make it interesting. And I don't want to put anybody on blast because, you know, who knows who wrote what, but like the fact that they just come out and say like, haha, you round eyes look funny. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. It's, it's a little, yeah, it's a little weird. Um, yeah. yeah, it feels, it feels a little bit odd. And one of the things that comes up in this game is that since it is so big, different writers had their, their fingers in different areas. Yeah. You know, so they're kind of, when you read the, the fallout Bible, it talks about like when somebody asks a question about an area, Chris will be like, I'm going to try to get a hold of so-and-so mm-hmm. who, who designed that, you know, or get a hold of the design docs and it'll be written by somebody else. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's not a, you know, the kind of the price you pay for that expansiveness is that yeah. there's not a singularness of a vision. So sometimes you'll run into something that's a little jarring or you'll run into things like the Vault 15 dialogue options, yeah. you know, which feel different than everywhere else in the game. And this kind of makes sense to talk about here since we're looking at the expansiveness of it. But like this game being so big probably helped it get away with a bunch of shit. Like the fact, like just the, the 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 language and some of the some of the themes. Like I was actually kind of like jarred by like seeing cocksucker written on a screen. Yeah, uh, you know, in a game from nineteen ninety eight. Like just like it probably evaded a lot of attention from people who would have been outraged by it. Um, just by the fact that there was so much there. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I would. That's possible. That's yeah. for sure. Like that. That seems seems definitely plausible. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I also wonder about, like, I don't know what the, how, because I, I don't know anything about how computer games are rated mm-hmm. and, and how that, what kind of, uh, you know, checks and balances are in place for that kind of thing. Yeah. So anything yeah. I would say would be pure conjecture. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the cool thing about the She is kind of their backstory, how they had this kind of airsats vault um, mm-hmm. in that there were some Chinese uh, citizens or nationals or just in general people who were on a sub. Um, yeah. And they, they, they eventually uh, found port in San Francisco and decided to, to start their society that way. That's kind of cool. Like, I think that's I th- the, most, the most worthwhile takeaway here. Well, the other takeaway that, they're, they're, that the emperor or whatever is a, is a computer is also oh, yeah? like, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah, get far I mean, enough in their, in their line to find that out. Yeah, they're, they're run by a, like a hyper-intelligent computer okay. thing that like, makes you know, efficiency. And that's what was experimenting with the plants and stuff. Like, there's a lot of this – is, this is the most uh, unfinished area of Fallout to me, of Fallout 2. So like, that sub was supposed to be a different way to get to the, the oil rig. Like, there's a, you're supposed to be able to get on the, uh, the Hubologist spaceship. Like, there's a lot more to this area that got cut. So, mm-hmm. the, uh, and a lot of it's that connective tissue, I think, that we're missing. So they were never going to be that interesting – since they're set up in opposition to the hubologist as just kind of good guys and uh and real insular but mm-hmm. they were they were more interesting i think yeah the uh the whole like boxing or the the kickboxing like subquest yeah you know thing where you choose between the you know the good and the evil like the dragon and lopan yeah like is not very interesting either there's a ridiculous glitch in this where if you um <clears throat> score a critical hit on someone's head you knock them out um it's still counted as the round ending for me when i was doing getting tested by the dragon yeah but then during the next round the person who i fought who was knocked out would get up and then the next person would be there so by the end i was fighting six identical dudes (laughs) who were all like you know coming after me who looked all the same and just uh trying to kill them so they wouldn't get up back up um it glitched out real bad like there's also a lot more glitches in this area too um it's definitely unfinished yeah so i think that's what happens with um uh in vampire too 
mm-hmm. you know, like it was unfinished. Yeah, like, like the, I think that there's a tie between people deciding to do this at the end and how they're unsatisfying. Yeah. Okay. So there's a tie between let's put this at the end. We can't finish this, and also it's Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Forget it. It's Chinatown. We can't bug test it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah. God, I want to watch uh, that movie again. But like, like, like Chinatown is like the Big Lebowski or Glengarry Glen Ross. When I quote it, I need to go watch it immediately. Mm. So it sounds like something you should quote it last then. Uh, so, so it's a good movie. Why? Why would I stop myself from watching it? Why would I not? Why would I? Why would somebody with such limited time and 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 <laughs> such such a busy schedule ever want to not just watch the same movie like fifty two yeah. times a year? Yeah, go 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 and go and watch a two and a half hour uh, neo noir yeah. classic. Yeah, what could I do with those one hundred and fifty hours a year? Probably nothing. Um, <laughs> Probably nothing else. I mostly yeah. watch it when I fall asleep. So. Um, the hobologists are interesting, even though they're shitheads. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you go in there and, uh, get, get to talk to, to Vicky Goldman and Juan Cruz? Yes. Yeah, um, so I did, I did, I did find my, what, what's that? Sorry. The celebrity spokespeople. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I get Juan Cruz. That is, that is entirely apparent. Who was Vicky Goldman supposed to be? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Somebody. I can't, so I don't know. I was, I was going through my list of family of, uh, of famous, uh, you know, um, Scientologist, who that mm-hmm. could have been a parody of. It's not Nicole Kidman, although mm-hmm. it is roughly the same number of syllables. Um, it's not Kirstie Alley, and those are the only two that I know, um, at least female-wise, um, aside from uh, what's-her-name from King of Queens and uh, what's-her-name from uh, from that 70s show and Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so trying to figure out who that was. I did get in there when I was trying to figure out how to get fuel for the tanker um, because mm-hmm. that was kind of my, uh, like, fuck-this-shit quest yeah. <laughs> a, a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I did get in there and uh, walk around. I did no quests for them. However, in looking at my walkthroughs uh, after the fact, like, there's a bunch of stuff you can do for the hobologists, including trying to get them into space. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to go into space. Like, a nice little, like, dry run for that quest in New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, like, I love uh, when you're you're there and you're getting recruited uh, by them. You are essentially, like, you know, all of their shitness kind of is out on the table. Like, they start talking about, you know, getting money and, and just kind of, like, they talk about how awful they are during that speech mm-hmm. with, with Ron Cruz, which is when I just like opened fire and killed everybody <laughs> in the, the base. You see an eerily wholesome couple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just, you know, waiting for, you know, a time where he's like, and that's right. And that's why we think that it's important that everyone, you know, and just, like, well, no, I don't want yep. you to finish this sentence. And, <laughs> and in my world. Yeah. And uh, killed all the subologists. Yeah. Even the poor guy out front, the mechanic. He's got the crush on the girl inside. Like that's yeah. a way to get the get the the oil or get the uh, fuel. Um, but he's a, he's not a bad guy. But he had uh, yeah. he went hostile. So yeah, he backed the back the wrong uh, back the wrong horse. Yep. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, but uh, I didn't do anything with them. I would be interested if I came back to this years down the line um, after I'm retired, most likely, uh, to do like an evil playthrough where I just didn't care, you know, side with you know sided with the slavers and just was a real shit heel uh, and went yeah. with the hobologist just because there is so much content there, like more stuff and also more interesting than the than the she. Like the hobologist is like where being evil pays off. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, and there's like, a, it kind of plays into those, like those real dickhead dialogue options. Like it is fun to go through the game, just being an asshole and not caring if someone yeah. pulls on you after you say something shitty. Yeah. Like that can be pretty fun. Um, yeah. So you essentially, so you have to get out 
to you find out that the enclave and, and either of these factions can tell you this. I yeah. found out from the she that this was my you know my family were out on the, the oil rig my my village. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to go out in this oil tanker to get there. There's kind of this like collective floating colony of artists <laughs> who, who live there, punks and artists, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. And then you go into the, like this my my least favorite like mandatory combat dungeon in the game. Holy shit, this is just a fucking war crime is what it is. Yeah, it's really annoying. Okay, can like, you look in pretty... can you look in your walkthrough and find out who I should have sent to the Hague? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I do I do not know. It's yeah. so it's like I feel like they wanted since they wanted to make the enclave stuff combat optional, they wanted there to be like a big combat challenge. Yeah. At the end. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. For this. But it's it's yeah, it's real bad. You can run through it. That's why I did this time with one person. Like, leave your companions behind. This is at this point, I dropped everybody off at their hometowns. <laughs> um, and you can run through it and get through without having to fire a shot, but it's hard. Yeah. And, like, usually, like, typically, like, I'm the in watch out for fireballs. Like, I tend to be the guy, well, you don't actually have to fight that. It's not a big deal mm-hmm. for some of the, these hard things, especially for a game I'm such like, a hardened apologist for. But it took me several tries just to try to run through without. Yeah, you know, dealing with anything. This was like at two a.m. last night, like playing for a deadline, and I'm just like, "Fuck this shit!" I tried everything. Like, I mm-hmm. tried just ditching everybody, and they kept on knocking me down. They couldn't do any damage to me, but like, I could, like, they would just surround me because you have these floaters and centaurs and the actual aliens themselves, and it's like, well, I can't do anything, so I need to reload because otherwise I can't get out. So I had to find the right combination of weapons and combat tactics in order to a get through this and b not have my not have my ass shot yeah yeah yep yeah you just have to be down there and just shoot like everybody like you can kill you probably are strong enough to kill everybody at this point yeah i was just exhausted by the idea of doing it yeah like even though i had played this you know i wasn't playing it for the deadline like i've had this beat for a while mm-hmm. um i just didn't want to do the fighting like i wanted to absorb the story i knew the enclave was coming up next which i like yep. all the conversations you can get into there like i was like oh i want to revisit that stuff that stuff's cool yeah um i just didn't feel like doing the fighting yeah you know so and they're they're not interesting enemies either they just kind of like run up to melee range and attack you so yeah. it's not tactically interesting right you can't like take cover you can't uh you know spend your action points wisely right. it's like a final fantasy fight where you're just two rows of guys hitting each other Teen turns hitting each other. It actually is kind yeah. of like the Guernica. The Guernica. Oh, so the, 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 yeah, the, yeah, no, the, the Galnica, which is the poorly translated version of that plane that you uh, go into in uh, in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I always call it the Guernica because that is an actual thing, whereas Galnica is not. Yeah. Uh, but no, like the, you know, the thing that's in the water that's full of the aliens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is kind of like that. Yeah. Which also, I mean, I just run away from everything there, too. <laughs> so, like, I don't, you know, I, yeah. didn't, I just didn't feel like vibing this fight. Like, yeah. I, I, and this is, again, as somebody who likes the combat in these games, like, mm-hmm. this is one of the worst examples of it because of what you pointed out and just that it's not ranged. Yeah. Um, the floaters can shoot things at you, I think. Um, but they don't, they <sighs> but don't they often don't. do it. They can, yeah. but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes it worse, actually. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's, it's real bad. And, uh, you know, if you come down here with a real serious weapon... You know, it doesn't, uh, you can clear it out. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do. Yeah. Um, there's a girlfriend down there that you can, uh, that somebody's missing. Which, like, how did you get to that corner? <laughs> like, how did you? <laughs> well, I just, I just ended up having to kill every fucking thing. And I got that quest in my ways to try and get the oil without going down here. Yeah. And so, like, well, I might as well save her because I can't leave her to die. So, yeah. <laughs> so having killed I... everything, I just got that little bit of experience. 
I, I think I just left her in the yeah. corner, like, because since I was running, and it's just like, how how did you get down here? Why did you do that? That's so stupid. Oh, like, you weren't it, asking me how did I get down here. You were asking no, 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 her. No, I'm asking her. Yeah. Oh, how, okay. How did she get down there. Yeah. So, the, in in fairness, I like the idea. If this was purely optional, mm-hmm. I like the idea of them having like being on this oil tanker. There being these monsters that like were there, and all they did was shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's a pretty cool idea. Like I uh-huh. can see there being like you know cool flavor. Like you're going to sleep and you hear things moving around down there, and you never, yeah. you know, I like that. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's pretty neat. The, the the borders on this mole are a little bit irregular. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I, I do not like doing that. Yeah. So, and then you can run through, if you, especially if you have enough action points. Like, I've been taking yeah. Action Boy, and I had high uh, max agility. Yeah. And I had the bonus bonus move, which is one of my favorite perks. Yeah. Also, um, the, 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 there is no direct path to it. You have to walk the most circuitous uh, you know, uh, route in order to get to that. Yeah. So yeah. like, it, you know, if you enter from the staircase to the North, um, it, you know, the, the, the computer is right there. They have to use the fob on. However, there's a forklift blocking your way. So you yeah. might think that you're, uh, within, uh, within striking distance. Nope. No. Yeah. yeah. You have to, you have to run down and, and head back up. And then when you get up there and you use the fob and if you're trying to do the run thing on your way out, I had to like juke the guys. Like I had to run to the left and hide behind a forklift. Yeah. Um, to the left, and then wait for them to lose interest and walk away. Um, and then I was able to make my way back down. Okay. So super tedious. Like it's it's my least favorite sequence in the game. Yeah. It's uh, uh, and the fact that they put it right before the end. Like yeah. it, it would be like if they didn't give you a way to beat Horrigan easily. It's like well yeah. here you go. Like some Deus Ex Human Revolution slash uh, vampire bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, and th- exactly. Like, there's just uh, there should have been like turrets down here you could hack. There could have been any number of cool ways yeah. to deal with this. Some kind of magical sci-fi mist you could have pumped through the vents or something. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. just and then like, you would have killed the girl, the and it, yeah, it would have killed the girl, and then it would have been like a moral compromise. But you could have yeah. done it to have, you know mm-hmm. to save your own skin. Like, there's a lot of different ways this could have been done, but it it really felt like just like we need some combat at the end of this game because of video game. Yeah, I don't think they would do that now. Like, I feel like this is something that you know. The the Fallout games and Deus Ex, you know, are are we're really noteworthy and are still really noteworthy by allowing you to solve things in different ways. Mm-hmm. I think we take that for granted a little bit. Like as much as I spend time praising that, like I feel like that was still like pretty neat and novel. Mm-hmm. So this is a concession to to not that. Whereas now with the kind of ground that has been laid by these games, maybe that wouldn't happen now. Yeah, you know, like uh, yeah. There's the you know the, 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 the there's an acceptance of that like where yeah. like where it doesn't you know kind of like not every licensed game has to be a side scrolling platformer exactly you know, it's 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 that version of that except not the early nineties yeah yeah yep. everything is everything's a little bit better now but this is a this is a relic of the time mm-hmm. this this fight yeah. regardless of which you get through it um, <laughs> maybe if yeah you if you don't quit like I wanted to yeah yeah you you, you power through um, you know any at that point if you're going to quit you should have cheated. And just saw the rest of the, uh, the, the yeah, stuff. True. Like, if you get to this point, and you're playing and like you can't do it. Just give yourself infinite HP and then, or like yeah. infinite damage, and make your way through. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud, ex- except for the, uh, except for the stim pack thing. I never really cheesed anything. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and that, that's in the game. I don't think it's, it's too cheesy, mm-hmm. and it makes a logical sense yeah. in the game. It's a little weird that somebody just lets themselves get injected. <laughs> much. But if, if you do all these things together, um, you are able to go to the enclaves, kind of floating oil rig base. Uh, that's a super neat cutscene. 
uh, to mm-hmm. get there. Uh, it's one of the few in the game. Yeah, but so yeah, it doesn't happen all that often, so it's always noteworthy when it does. Similar to, like Dark Souls. Yeah, and you, you get here, and again, it's this hide-in-plain-sight. Everybody in power armor looks the same. Mm-hmm. People still have old models of power armor. You can get the better Enclave versions. Yeah. Um, or the Enclave version Mark II, but there's power armor of all types. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's how you want to handle this. Like, it is, uh, this is a much more fun combat dungeon than either of the other two that we... So if you want that, which again, like, I like the shooting in Fallout, this is a fun place to kill everybody in. Yeah. Like, if you want to shoot the, the Enclave, it's pretty fun. There's a lot of corridors, a lot of cover. Um, you know, there are turrets you can hack in that first room. I guess it's more for the end, but there yeah. there is stuff to do. Uh, yep. It is a more interesting combat zone, but I, I like the the peaceful ending to this way more. Yeah, me too. Um, so I want to clarify, like when I say that the that the combat in Fallout is a dog's combat, um, what I mean is I would really rather it be a situation where I could control all my party members. Hmm. Like if, yeah. if that could be an advantage and if I could actually exert more will over the way things kind of shook out, that would make a lot more sense to me as opposed to make a move, then wait, 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 wait. You know, just like give me more to do, and also like give me, uh, you know, just a little bit more agency over the way things shake out. Like it, yeah. it, it feels just really random to me. Um, and like if if it, you know if they had added that for this, it would have been like awesome, great, best thing ever. But uh, I, I think and, that they, they what they're trying to go for is is getting across this like combat is quick and messy and, and unpredictable mm-hmm. is what they're trying to get across with it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if someone's modded a party control for combat. Oh, that'd be great. This. Yeah. yeah. The, the, like that, that would, that would make me want to consider methods of play that were not entirely, I'm the new guy. So don't fight me. <laughs> yeah. Like when I, when I got to the big, like the serious fights in mm-hmm. the game, I often wanted to do it by myself because of yeah. that. Yeah. Cause my, my party would be, either shoot me with things or we're just not that useful as anything other than bullet sponges. Yeah. And like this playthrough, I definitely, I gave up my, Oh, I want to keep these people alive because that's, yeah. you know, madness. Mm-hmm. But if you are trying to keep them alive, they're, they're a total, you know, they're a real detriment. Yeah. And it's just, I, I recognize what an advantage numbers can give you. And that's why I was trying to keep them alive. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like if, if this system worked, you know, in a game that actively lets me recruit party members up to my abilities and, you know, incentivizes you having that score to let you do that, like, that should be a viable way to play. Yeah. And my, and my frustration largely arose from that, you know, not bearing out. And part of me is kind of like, oh, I should just accept the game for what it is. They chose not to do it. However, they made feints toward, like, this being a turn-based tactical strategy kind of thing and then didn't give me any of the systems to let me do it. It's a work in progress, though. Like, oh, yeah. If you look at it as a continuum from Fallout 1 mm-hmm. and how they dealt with that, like, you have oh. much more control. Oh, yeah, de- definitely. And once, once I found that, you know, in the Sierra Army Depot, like, oh, I can make it so Sulik doesn't just run at everything and get, yeah. mowed, and get mowed down by Marcus. Like, that, yeah. that, that, that increased my size. You know, that slaked my thirst a little bit. But, uh, but just in general, like, you know, I wanted more. Like yeah, I wanted to like algorithm, yeah. Like if they gave me, you know, just, and this is just me being psychotic. But if they if they gave me gambits, <laughs> like oh. like even that would be fine. But yeah, well, they could have just done it like I mean, like Baldur's Gate. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I would have been happy if it wasn't like Baldur's Gate when you're in dialogue mode, and then when you went into combat mode, mm-hmm. I just controlled all my guys. Yeah, yeah. Not specifically like the weird you know, turn-based real-time hybrid of Baldur's Gate, mm-hmm. but, yeah. you know, do it like Jagged Alliance, right? Or combat, yeah. or follow tactics, actually. So yeah. you just, you know, toggle between your guys. Um, I would like that more, too. But yeah. I think that, I think it was approaching 
you know, it's approaching something like that. Yeah. I you would know, love to, the, I would love to by s- the time, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. I would love to see a, uh, um, uh, a fallout game in the shadow shadow run returns engine. Yeah. 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 That would be interesting. Um, I, I mean, I would love to see like a, a, a fallout game that did this again. I mean, it'll mm-hmm. never happen. Yeah. Like we'll never get another 2d fallout. And I think that that's what happened with three is like, they were moving towards, Something I wonder what the companion system would have been like in Van Buren, mm. like if they would have continued to make advances because now it's it's a moot point. Right. Like the companions are cool in Fallout Three and Four, um, in Four especially just in how they're written. Yeah. And they're useful just to have another gun, but like, there's no consequence to them because they can't die. Mm-hmm. They just get knocked out, and then they're not. You know, in Fallout Three, they're really bland. You know, like it, it, like they feel like they were heading towards something, and then they stopped. And then restarted, and the thing they were heading towards didn't exist anymore. Right. You know, or it didn't need to exist anymore. So. Yeah. I always, the most fun I've had in combat in Fallout 1 and 2 are when I'm, I'm alone. Yeah. So, like, playing as a loner is a viable strategy and makes some, like, you know, assuages some of these these problems. But it, it's definitely a problem. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just found myself like going alone to scout and then coming back when I knew that I needed, uh, you know, needed some backup. Uh, backup. Yeah. 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 Which is also viable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're, so you're hiding in, in plain sight. Um, you find the original vault 13 dwellers and your tribesmen are being held here. Um, and you need to blow up the reactor to, to free them. Like the force fields that are on their door are on a different uh, circuit, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, yeah, so you, you go down, um, there's a kind of, and everyone's leaving you alone. You, know, you can talk to people, but they all just say things like, I can't wait to get America back, and and <laughs> I, I wonder what's going on in the mainland. Like, yeah. everyone is pretty much brainwashed here. Yeah, the they, project you know. is proceeding as planned. Yes, yep, a lot of things like that for their, their floats. Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, you get to, uh, uh, you get further down, you've got a, a note here about the, the door puzzle here, which is pretty frustrating and weird. Yeah, that that comes out of nowhere. Like it's not nearly as bad as the tanker basement. Yeah, but there is this weird kind of sliding door style puzzle. Yeah, it's and like something out of a gold box game. Anytime this happens, I always just kind of like do it until it works. Mm-hmm. Like I never figure out the logic of this. I just kept you know fiddling with computers and moving around until it, eventually mm-hmm. I just got what I wanted. Yeah. Well, they're they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. If there's no cost associated with moves, then it just becomes busy work. But because there is a cost associated with moves, there's uh, like the stakes are a little bit too high. Kind of, kind of. But there's no uh, you. By this point, I had 140 stim packs. Yeah, something like, like that. But then, it yeah. be, but then it becomes an annoyance, I guess, when I say the stakes yeah. are too high. Like my 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 threshold for stakes is real low. Like, uh, yeah, you know. it should have been – well, and then also the, a lot of the treasure you're going to get or the, a lot of the kind of bonus you get from going to these side passages is just more treasure, mm-hmm. which you don't really need No, you know, at this point. Like it's, uh, it's kind of nice to see like, ooh, like this would sell for a lot of money, but <laughs> where, where are you going to spend that money? You yeah, know? But, but money is useless now. Yeah, money, money has been useless for about 14 hours. Yeah, I'm, I'm, out, I'm almost done with the game. I don't need this, this you know, three Bozars. Like, yeah. You know, I like looking at them, but I don't need them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this this shouldn't have been there. Again, and I think this is similar to that idea of the, the Tinker Basement, though, of them like, quick, we need to add more game Yeah, you know, to the end. Because even Fallout 1 with the – you could talk your way through both the uh, the encounters at the end. There were, like, areas where you had to sneak, and if you didn't do that quite right, you'd have to fight. Yeah. You know, like, that happened in the first one, too. So I think it's just one of those, like, oh, can we actually make this just something you can just walk in and talk your way out of? Mm-hmm. Like, can we actually do that? And, like, yes, you can. And you mostly did it, but there's these couple little, like, just throwback yeah. things, you know? Like, oh, we need to add a little bit more, like, a, some puzzle here. 
okay, you know, and yep. then this is what what came from it. And it's not a very good puzzle. No, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not hard to solve, but again, you know. Uh, I, yeah. I have I have patience in inches and shotguns for miles. So and to be well, to be fair, this was you're also playing this at like four in the morning. Yeah, a little uh, bit like, the night before we were recording. So like that's probably where a lot of that bad will is coming from. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Like you weren't this yeah. angry about the Temple of Trials, which I think is objectively worse. Like you yeah. know that that's more boring and takes longer to get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. So, um, but it's yeah. all worth it because yeah. you eventually find the president's <laughs> office. Um, <laughs> screw the president. I want the vice president. I like, I like vice president bird a lot too. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, let's face it. Dan Quayle had been out of office by about eight years at this point. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, so like, it's kind of like making fun of Nixon now. <laughs> yeah. Which people still do. Yep. Um, the, uh, it'd be like making fun of Clinton now. I suppose. It'd yeah. be like if there were like, you know, somebody's making a stained dress joke. Yeah. <laughs> Like, or if somebody showed up to Halloween as a Monica Lewinsky, which is actually a pretty funny idea to do that in, like, 2014. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a Monica Lewinsky. Uh, <laughs> he was the, a uh, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he just mangles, uh, you know, Dan Quayle quotes. Yeah. Which, which is fun. Yeah. I love um, that you, uh, you, you know, he gets you trapped in a loop if you don't, yeah. if you don't know quite how to escape it without killing him outright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just yeah, he like keeps uh, <laughs> talks about like it's time for humanity to enter this enter the solar system and stuff. The yeah. um, I like uh, President Richardson. I like his voice actor a lot. Yeah, and uh, and this is where you get like a, a real big info dump about yeah exposition uh, central. Yeah, which is what I want out of this game though. Like yep. I want to talk to people and ask them what's going on in the world. So yep. this is kind of the climax of that. Um, you know, learning about, you know, with our plan, which we mentioned, we're talking mm-hmm. about the plot is that, uh, you know, essentially that they feel like mainland humanity is corrupted yep. at this point is, is mutated by radiation. And, uh, yeah. they have gone on to view those people as not even human. Right. And, you know, they're, they're, they're so, uh, insular, uh, literally they're on an oil mm-hmm. tanker, um, that they have kind of taken this, you know, one drop philosophy to whether or not somebody is human. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like somebody not being elected, you know, president because you know their great 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 grandmother was black. Yes. <laughs> I hear yeah. he, I hear he's an octoroon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but it's kind of I just was thinking about this. Like, it's strange to think of this as the same enclave as the enclave in three and four. The one that's led because, by a computer. <laughs> yeah, which is not not like does that is the racial purity like the point of that enclave? Like, does that plot get dropped? Maybe I don't remember enough about the Enclave. Like I uh, play- from, from three, it's been literally seven years since I played three. Yeah. So it's been a while since I played it too. Like I need to uh, uh, revisit that and check because I can't remember. Like thinking of that in terms of I re- started playing New Vegas again. Just I don't know if I'm going to finish it, but just you know, apropos of playing Fallout Two, it made me want to revisit it. Yeah, and uh, the Enclave has a really small presence there. Like there's just those holdouts. Yeah, led by Arcade. Um, but in three, like they're supposed to be, you know, the big bads, and they don't, uh, like, they just want to destroy water or get control of the water. Like, I feel like they're more generic in that game. Yeah, yeah, they're like, more they super villainy. Yeah. Whereas yeah. here, it's like they're crazy. Well, it, it's it makes, like crazy and they're conspiracy. It makes a little bit of sense because they're so isolated. Like, I could see two enclaves operating, you know, like you know separated from each other oh, that's true yeah. you know just like okay they've got they've got two different ends which is you know the west coast one wants racial purity and the east coast one you know kind of sees a benefit in controlling all of the resources yeah i can see that like you know? the more rational one on the east coast yeah and it's rational because it's led by malcolm mcdowell as a computer yeah man malcolm so, mcdowell yeah. he's so good at that. <laughs> yeah. um 
and then the other kind of big secret is the the whole idea of the vaults. Mm-hmm. Um, so the vaults, you're not meant to save anyone. They're experiments. Like one of them worked. It was Vault, uh, you know, uh, Vault City. Um, but the, you, you get kind of throughout the game, you can find these little hints about what was wrong with the other vaults. Right. Um, in the Fallout Bible, there's a big list of all the known vaults and what would you know what was the experiment. Yeah, like they're variable. Yeah. Is what it yeah. was. Yeah. And it's it's interesting. Like you look at something like uh, Necropolis, the mm-hmm. vault from Fallout One, and that one the door didn't shut all the way. Like it wasn't <laughs> properly sealed. So yeah. they all turned into ghouls. Uh-huh. And and your vault in Vault thirteen was designed to stay closed twice as long. Yeah, it was the so, control group. Yeah, so, well, it's not the um, it's the one that is like prolonged isolation. Well, he actually comes yeah, out and says problem. like it's the control group. We wanted to make sure that humanity stayed pure here, so we kept all variables constant. You know, like in the face of radiation, and when you oh, yeah. when you bring up like so, why did the moder- or the watership malfunction? He's like, shit breaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also like so it makes it that makes sense, and that makes sense in motivating the overseer from Fallout One, yeah, like why he is so you know hesitant to send somebody out, and then why you can't come back because you're an unknown factor at this point, and yeah. you're a mutant, mm-hmm. so like the idea of him getting you know communications from the enclave at that point like it that wasn't in mind in Fallout One, they didn't know what the enclave was, but it kind of just fits mm-hmm. like um. The one that uh, Aridesh comes from in Fallout 1 was, like, one that was specifically super diverse. Mm-hmm. Like, the idea was to get people from all kinds of races yeah. and have them there. And that is why in Northern California there's whatever Aridesh is, you know, Tandy's uh, uh, dad, yeah. whatever his race is, um, yeah. is, you know, in the middle of the, the Oregon desert, um, Southern Oregon desert. So, yeah, it's, just, it's very interesting. Like, uh, I like that idea a lot. It's a little yeah. cartoony. But it is also, uh, you know, makes for, and then that's one of the ideas I, I really love what they did with in the later games. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my favorite things about the 3D Fallouts, even though I'm a 2D Fallout, you know, kind of loyalist, is that, you know, those just kind of one-off dungeons in Fallout 3 and, and 4, mm-hmm. or Fallout 3 in New Vegas, where it's just like, here's the theme. Yeah. Plants. You know? <laughs> here's the theme. Like, everybody is, like, here that's full of clones, or this is full, of, like, hallucinogens are being pumped into the, the ducks, you know? And just like it's such a fertile idea for having a really wide variety of yeah. of environments. And like in this version of the U.S. government and, you know, maybe <laughs> am I right? Those clones in Congress Obama. are actual. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Uh, no, like it, it makes sense that like scientists, given the funding and given, you know, governmental backing, like, OK, so let's assume the humanity is going to be pushed to the extremes. Let's uh, you know, let's let, let's let's see what they do. Yeah. And then, you know, turning it into a massive social experiment. Like it, it, it makes sense a little bit in a cartoony way, but also like it, it, it pays dividends in a, in a gameplay way in yeah. a narrative way. Like you know, it makes interesting stories and that's almost like an insurance policy for like, Oh, we can always tell interesting stories in this, uh, in this world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, it, and it's still like, not all of the vaults are accounted for, you know? So there's still, when fallout four comes out, like there will be neat new vaults with mm-hmm. neat new concepts that I will, you know, that's where this, this game series does their, and the 3D ones does their, like, environmental storytelling. Yeah. You know, and that's, I, I really love that. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. You put a vault in front of me, I'm going to explore it. <laughs> so yeah. keep doing it. Keep it up, guys. Yeah. Oh, but, you know what, actually? No, I remember, was it um, the Vault 13 was the control vault? Maybe it was Vault 101 was the uh, the prolonged isolation vault. Because um, it's still closed. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it was still closed. Yeah. So Vault yeah, 13. So that, Vault, that's Vault, the one that was designed to be closed for 2,000 years instead of 1,000 years, I think. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but Vault 13 among the uh, among the West Coast vaults that you found out about, like, it stayed it stayed closed the longest because okay. they, were, they were trying to keep humanity pure. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Different reasons. I think one of them was literally supposed to be twice as long. Yeah. And that might so, be 101. Yeah. So 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 it was like, okay, let's keep them genetically pure and then let's keep them culturally uh, pure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Makes makes uh makes perfect sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the president, you know, for as much as he lays out, you know, there's no option to uh, there's no option to talk him out of it. He is he, he is an extremist. Um, yeah. And really, like you can say, I'm going to kill you. What does that mean? And he's like, um, yeah, I've already won. Like yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, it's really hard to, to anger him. You can't uh, you can't you know, get him. So you have to you you do want to kill him mm-hmm. because he has this uh, this key card on him. Yeah, that a lot, you know helps you beat the last encounter without combat. It's not necessary strictly, but it helps. Yeah, and uh, so you can stim pack him. You have this thing about the game crashing <laughs> when you planted the plastic on him. Yeah, were you were you waiting? Uh, no, no. I just I, I would I would uh, set the uh, set the timer for twenty seconds because I'm impatient. Mm-hmm. Um, I would plant the plastic on him and pass the uh, pass the check. Uh, to see if I got noticed, and he would blow up, and I would see all of his stuff drop to the ground, and it would pop up a, uh, a very Windows-style, um, you know, error message saying, "Hey, we've encountered a fatal exception for this variable." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. There's so, a weird, like I, that's interesting because I I've never been able to replicate that. Like I can blow people up if I set a timer on someone and then try to leave the floor, or if yeah. I wait, mm-hmm. my game crashes. Yeah. But. So that was frustrating. Like I wasn't sure that I had enough stim packs like to do it. Um, and then really what happened because I left my uh, companions back up towards the foyer, you know, where you mm-hmm. would exit. Um, you know, I, had, I ended up having to go back and get all of their super stim packs I left them with mm-hmm. in order to come back and get enough to kill them with. So, again, at 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> it was yeah. very, very frustrating. I just kind of wanted to use the XX Plastique that I had. Um, in order to, you know, make quick work of him, but, uh, did not and, work. And to be fair, like, it's not like the game, this is the only way forward. Like the right. game wasn't giving you one choice and that was to go it, back to the it mainland. Wasn't, and I tried, I tried shooting him, you know, um, mm-hmm. and really I just couldn't get myself out of the combat situation that that, uh, yeah. that, that brought about. And so like, that wasn't really an option for me. Uh, well, the with, other with, choice with would build. have been, would be not to, so like, would be to fight Horgan or mm-hmm. fight or get the granite Sergeant Granite to fight him. Yeah. You know, or like, I mean, there were other ways to do it. Like, yeah. this was the thing you wanted to do. Yeah. And then this is what it cost, you know, with going back. <laughs> this is what it cost to the game crashing. <laughs> not, a, not the crash, yeah. but the, uh, I mean, that was just a crash. Like, that's crashes are crashes. Yeah. Um, like, that's obviously not something intended in the game. I'm mm-hmm. talking about more of a design yeah. thing. But yeah. having to go back and get the, the stim packs, I don't think you really begrudge, begrudge at that, yeah. you know? I don't know. I mean, if it if it uh, if it would have worked, I would have been able to get my way, <laughs> and it yeah. was kind of a bullshit reason why it didn't work, which is why I was annoyed. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was a crash. Like it wasn't like a it wasn't a design thing. It was yeah, it, it wasn't a design thing. However, if if it had uh, if it had been accounted for, I would have been less upset. Which you know, I mean, whose whose fault is that? Not really anybody's. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a crash. Like games, games like fuck up. Like it's yep. a weird like uh, you know. It's, it's, it's just not, weird that it replicated so much. Is is, yeah. is is my only thing. Like I, I restarted my computer. It's kind of like okay, let's you know, let's give that a shot, and that didn't work. So, yeah. Mm. Yep. But uh, but yeah, he, he's 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 gone. He's dead. He's uh he's a pile of jelly. Um, Doctor Curling, however, is the one NPC in this entire area that you can <laughs> that you can talk out of uh, mm-hmm. of of, uh, of of the plan, right? The project, yep. rather. It's a tough uh, tough speech check. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can convince him that, uh, you know what, the, the, these, these are just different kinds of humans. Yep. And, uh, Which kind of seems like logic. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. And uh, he they, he talks about how they, they never really accounted for having everyone vaccinated because mm-hmm. they thought they would have enough time. Right. Like there are there are vaccines. He gives some to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't, you know, we never got ourselves vaccinated because we never thought this would happen. So it is too late to kind of protect everybody. And he starts pumping it through the air. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who are in power armor, they have filtration systems. Yeah. You know, it doesn't affect them. Uh, scientists blow up. Like, yeah. kind of randomly on the floor, people will just be blowing up and nobody yeah. reacts to it. Yeah, they get critical hitted. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but it just keeps happening, which is which is pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, it makes the um, – I don't know if this actually makes it tougher. When you have to blow up the thing, you can go blow up the computer or you can talk a guy into doing it. Yeah. So there's another – end. the engineer, lead engineer, you can talk into helping you as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, you have to – I didn't have the stats for it. Yeah. Or maybe he was mad because the FEV – he was already breathing FEV. Mm-hmm. So, but I couldn't uh, couldn't get him to do it. Yeah. But yeah, um, I thought that was kind of cool. Just like it was real simple to, I mean, for, for for me at that point to talk him out of it. But uh, it didn't really make anything easier, which is my only thing. Like narratively, it made sense. Like, hey, you know what? You can do whatever you want, but they're just going to start the research up again. So why don't we just kill all their best minds? Uh, yeah. You know, like I am much more comfortable having the death of a thousand on my hand than hundreds of thousands. So let's right. do this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um. Yep. And yeah, so you, you head on out. Yeah, there's a there's a countdown, but it doesn't really amount to much, especially if you have the uh, if you have the presidential key. Um, mm-hmm. It opens up the the emergency doors, which gives you um, a, a route around the stupid door puzzle. Um, mm-hmm. It gets you back up to the uh, to the main room with a guy who's like, "Yo, dude, you got this badass coming up. Like, he's real bad. You know? Yeah, <laughs> gonna be like yeah, the final but, boss fight." Yep. Yeah. The uh, what's interesting if you read about, I can't remember where. Um, you can ask some people about Horrigan. Um, I think yeah. maybe the president you can. Um, but he is some kind of mutant. Yeah. Of it's some the, kind. Uh, Dr. Curling told me about him. Just like yeah. saying, like, hey, we've been doing a lot of research on this. Like, you know, we took one of our best secret service guys and, and you know, in- injected him with the FEV and he turned into a monster. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. In the Bible, they talk about how, like, none of the other soldiers like him. Like, it was a flavor <laughs> thing. And nobody really considered him to be a person. Right. They considered him to essentially just be a weapon that they made, that the scientists made. And uh, he's real sensitive about being referred to as anything, you know, anything other than just a, a you know, a regular soldier. Right. Um, but nobody thinks of him that way. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really put, you know, there's not very many opportunities to get backstory right. on this guy. Um, you kind of, you, so you can, he has to be killed. You can't get through the game without, but you don't have to do it. Right. So you can operate the counterinsurgency, which is the the key you get from the president, or you run into Sergeant Granite, which is a reference to the Sergeant Rock, you know, <laughs> EC Comics uh, thing. And if you can convince them, they will. Uh, they they never liked Horgan. They'll talk about him a little bit yeah. too, I guess. Well, also and, you promise to save them too. They're yeah. like, uh, well, you know, we'll give you a spot on the boat. You yeah. Know, if you help us out. Yeah. Yep. And you uh, you go fight uh, Horgan if you if you want to. Um, he's tough, but he's you can fight him. Yeah. Um, especially if you have the um, the counterinsurgency turrets, he will spend most of his time fighting them. Yeah. So you can uh, kind of get some crits off yeah. on him, um, or you can just let your friends do it. Yeah, I took pot shots at him just so I could take partial credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. He um he if you there's a weird glitch where like enemy items that you're not supposed to get um can be picked up if mm-hmm. someone dies, or you can do it through like a editors and stuff and he has uh two items on him the emboss knife and emboss gun <laughs> yeah um yeah the uh which are you can give yourself with cheats if you want to yeah um yeah and you get a talking head it's michael dorn again yeah and uh but he's just he's pretty generic and and evil yeah. and angry i just like that it's funny yeah. that it's his head and torso talking to you like they go to great 
pains to make his blowing up look really painful. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like it's it's a real it's a unique death animation. Mm-hmm. Which and, it uh, ought to be. Like this is a this is the final boss, and you have to fight him. I like that you can't talk him down. Like he is so single minded and like just yeah. like I'm gonna fight you that like when you say, well, can't we talk about this? And he says, we already did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. yeah, and it makes sense for for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would have been mad if you had to actually fight him. And it would have been like vampire, like if you actually I had to fight this guy one on one. Yeah, similar to that fucking Cthulhu monster you had to fight at the end of Vampire. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Luckily, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you get a little cutscene. Yeah, and then a series of cutscenes. Yeah, Gary Oldman tells you about your future. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Not Gary Oldman. What? Uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Not even the same amount of syllables. Oh well. Um, yeah, and and to kind of depending on what you've done, you get different endings. Yep. For this, I've got my whole list here. Like uh, every city has a different fate, kind of like in uh, in uh, Fallout One. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I was sort of frustrated because there were some things like Vault Fifteen. I I brokered peace. However, it didn't recognize that. I guess because I gave the computer chips to Tandy something mm. like that um so like it said that there was a diplomatic failure and weston took over um yeah. you know which i didn't like weston i didn't want him to take over i um, think i had killed weston for bishop uh, okay. so i i got good for for vault 15 yeah um and then i also i, I don't think you ever went back and killed a uh, metzger no so you're done became a raider yeah. at least it wasn't slavers that, that was yeah. my big thing <laughs> yeah raider is better than slavers yeah it is, it is a, a a very tenuous yeah <laughs> a very fine distinction yeah. Yep. Um, in mine, so the uh, the rights took over in Reno, mm-hmm. and then it also gave me the my tribal son took over <laughs> uh, from the bishop. So, kind of contradicts um, those two bit. things. Yep. Yeah. Um, it gave me a Myron was dead message, even though I think you just had to recruit Myron to get that, even though I had killed him. Right. Right. Before that, so I love the idea that like, okay, so he's stabbed by a jet addict, and nobody remembers that he did this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so fitting. Yep, yep. Like. Yep. Super fitting. Yeah. So like. I, I my my, uh, my my revulsion at the fact that I'm happy a teenager died is tempered <laughs> by that, you know, knowing it was a, he was a shit heel. So it's a specific teenager. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, fault city for me, um, I optimized the power plant, mm-hmm. which means there's a, a real good way to fuck over the ghouls. Yeah. So vault city invaded the ghouls and killed them, and invaded my uh, Redding mm. um, and my NCR. So I really ended up giving the keys to the kingdom to vault city in my yeah. playthrough. Yeah, uh, this time, which is not you know they're not good guys. No, but Lynette, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she won't live forever. Nope. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, with all those doctors there, who knows? I mean, medical yeah. science these days. <laughs> am I right? True. That's yeah. true. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I ended up handing the keys over to the NCR, which you know of the options I'm comfortable with. I guess I don't know. Like it didn't work out exactly right, but you know, like I said earlier, it feels, it feels relatively canonical. So, and I like that the whole, you don't know exactly, you think you're doing something good and you're actually doing something bad Yeah, that comes up multiple times with the ending. Like you can't really predict it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about why I like fallout two in like broad strokes. And it's going to be real short and real simple. It feels mm-hmm. like a sheer, uh, a series of short stories in the fallout universe, which mm-hmm. is ultimately what I want. Like, I don't know how much I like, you know, gigantic plans, like the fact that the Shaggy Dog story turns into, you know, a plot by the U.S. government, I could kind of take or leave it. But like when you're in these little cities and getting like little slices of life out of it, uh, specifically like New Reno, like I would I would do a whole game of New Reno. Um, but yeah, just like I, I like that just because it feels disjointed in a way that 
in a satisfactory way that Fallout 1 does not, which isn't to say I don't like Fallout 1 or even I like Fallout 2 better. It's like this is what I would want them to do with the Fallout universe from this point on, having established the rules. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that a lot about it. Like, I, I get pretty into, you know, the the main plot of it, but I, I don't think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I appreciate that about it as well. Yeah. Um, it's also something I feel like is a little bit, like, there's no single area that's lost as the series moved on to 3D. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not one area. Even New Vegas is not as rich and detailed as New Reno is. Right. You know, in, in, New, in New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like, they never quite recaptured that. And really, we're just kind of talking about New Reno. <laughs> like, really, we just want New Reno over and over and over well, and over because like, it's, it's such a good area. Like, it's it's kind of it should end up on some of those like all time yeah. greatest level mm-hmm. level lists, like with Hong Kong from Deus Ex. And, well, like, I would do I would do like a DLC pack that was like stories from Reading. Like, you're the new sheriff in town. Go ahead and do this. Yeah, you know, like like if if they had the ability to you know to fulfill those promises more consistently in those smaller areas. Like, you know, if, if writing is DLC and Reno is, uh, is an expansion pack like that, like that is where this can live and be comfortable for me personally. Yeah. As, you know, as something that isn't like this long form, like overreaching kind of thing, because like the, the grand meta story of, of, of fallout to me is about the failure of big plans, you know, like just, you know, like just how this has fucked up the world. Um, and you know, anything that kind of like delivers on these mythical promise ones falls just a little bit flat for me like just a yeah. little bit like i still dig it and you know which is like the real interesting texture is down at that smaller scale and there's yeah. there, there's much more of the smaller scale in fallout 2 which is why if i had to pick one if i was forced at gunpoint uh you know with miles of shotguns um i would i would pick fallout 2 i guess what's interesting um is that when you talk about the the, the macro plot and the kind of the generality is like um I agree that it's like, you know, something, a big plan working out in the game feels off, mm-hmm. it, which is part of why I like, you know, the, the one paragraph description of Fallout 1 so much better, <laughs> because it has that, like, ridiculous gut punch ending mm-hmm. that's so sad and, and, and feels so right. Yeah. Whereas this, like, you just kind of, you did it. Yeah. And the game underlines that. Like, you can go explore the thing, like, in Vault City and New Reno specifically, um, people talk to you about beating the game. And everyone loves you, you know, like, it, it's like, it's kind of like, more, you did it. <laughs> and I like a little bit, like, I like it a little bit more nuanced than that Yeah. as well. And I also like those, like those little bits, um, that you're talking about. I just, I guess like I, yeah. I couldn't take or leave like the, the, the bigger stuff. I like, you know, that's something I just taking for granted in video games that there's going to be a beginning to end plot yeah. that is bigger and I'm going to be able to do side stuff. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I appreciate both. Like as far as beginning to end plots go. Mm-hmm. Like I like the beginning and end plot of this game. Yeah. I also really like the little detail in the, the little side towns mm-hmm. and such. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, um, is it a beginning to end plot though? Because you don't really get it at the beginning. It's just really the last two dungeons where it where it happens and it's alluded to before that. Um, I guess like the 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 beginning to almost end yeah. plot, like the idea of you saving your villagers. Yeah, the shaggy dog story. I, I can get behind that. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, saving your villagers is does happen from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Like that is what you're doing for various reasons and in various ways. Yeah, and like I, you know, there are a lot of things about that I like. Like it's not super interesting. I agree that I like smaller stories, mm-hmm. but then I think that like it's hard for me to think of a big story that stands up. Yeah. You know, like almost every video game that's true of. Like when mm-hmm. we talked about Final Fantasy VII, it's not like I'm not super into the, you know like the the. Well, then there were, you know, they extracted the Mako from Genova. Like, some of that detail gets mm-hmm. 
real tiresome. The little individual moments of it that were yeah, really the, great. The, you know, the, the identity crisis stuff. Yeah, was great. and I think that's going to. I think that's just something. I think that as opposed to being about Fallout, I think that's something about video games, mm-hmm. and or maybe about storytelling. Is that yeah. like I'm not really interested in like a a grand plot to save the world, save country, save whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm much more interested in in the the smaller stuff. Yeah. You know. Yep, I think we agree. Yeah. I'm just like I'm just I didn't want to make it as a grand statement. There aren't long, you know, kind of like macro plots like that that are I prefer to the micro plots, but it's really hard yeah. for me to think of one. Yeah, it's 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 tough just because they're so yeah. commonplace. Yeah. 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 And then that's that's where Final Fantasy start to suck. Um is when they get too far their own ass with that. Yeah. But yeah, that's Fallout too. Yeah. Um Yeah, so we are going to uh in the extra zone, assuming, you know, no hell, no high water, mm-hmm. um have our interview with Chris. Chris Johnson, he's the plumber <laughs> who worked on my building. He likes Fallout 2 a lot. No, um, Chris uh, Chris Avalone, yeah. um, de- designer of this area that we're heaping this ridiculous amount of praise on mm-hmm. that is not pre-planned. Like, I just revisiting this game, um, you know, finding out how amazing that is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and we'll have your responses and stuff. Um, so there's still plenty of time for responses is the main thing I wanted to get out. Yes. Um, since we're recording that stuff with Chris um, a little bit later, at the time this episode drops, you will still have like four, four days, days yeah. yeah, to uh, to get us your responses. So uh, get those in there. Yep, we're looking at Monday, um, the fourth, De- December the second. Second, yes. Yep. And what are we uh, doing next after that? Well, um, next time we are doing a much, much shorter game by an order of magnitude, I think. Uh, Snatcher. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Snatcher for the uh, for the Sega CD, uh, which was Hideo Kojima's pre-Metal Gear magnum opus. Yes. Our first and eh, probably only Sega CD game. <laughs> Unless we do. We'll end up doing. I, think, uh, I think Sonic CD might be a good one, like, years down the line. but It's going to take some years for me to want to revisit Sonic. Snatcher. Like I mean, I, like not. I didn't hate Sonic. That, that, that's, that's why. That's why I said years. Out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess years can can encapsulate anything from like two to like a hundred. <laughs> yeah. So it's a yeah. unit. Yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like if we were to do a Sonic another Sonic game, we'd almost have to do like Sonic Adventure. Oh yeah. Or like one oh, of the man. one of the off ones. Like I would do Sonic Adventure. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like, I don't remember liking it very much, but I would probably rather do that than another one that was just like, it's like Sonic 3, but better. Because isn't that what Sonic CD is? Is it? I don't know. Uh, it's got Rrr. time travel in it. It's it's actually, it, do, it does interesting things. but So it's like, for the plot. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it affects it mechanically, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But, uh, but probably, yeah. Probably. Maybe probably. not. We, Anything can happen. Probably so, so, our only Sega CD game. So you so you so you put out a call for like other interest other interesting Sega CD games, and there was a bunch of like weird, interesting stuff that I did not know existed that came that came out of that Facebook thread. A bunch of the stuff I didn't know, like I did know existed, and like mm-hmm. some of it are, I think are good games, but would not support WAF. Right. Like uh, like uh, we couldn't do like a Watch Out for Fireballs on like Popful Mail. Yeah. Like Popful Mail is a good game. Mm-hmm. I don't think we could do a, a Watch Out for Fireballs on Popful Mail. Yeah. So, it's you know there are a couple other games that I don't want to do do Lunar. That's like a secret game that like I played that game and and every time I've tried to revisit it, I've been punished. Like yeah. I don't actually think that game is very good. Yeah. Um, Might be the most anyway, valuable game I own actually. Yeah, it's it's worth money and it's mm-hmm. it's not like it's they're not terrible, mm-hmm. but like I just think they're they're more like having a, like a full anime cutscene at the beginning <laughs> gave that game a lot of uh, credit that is 
yeah. you know, it's a pretty, pretty subpar JRPG. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you, you know, and tell me when I'm wrong, internet, but mm-hmm. I, I don't like that game very much. Right. But, you know, Sewer Shark. Very Sewer Shark. <laughs> Sewer so, Shark. Sewer Shark. Always a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, Snatcher, the, the widely considered to be the best Sega CD game. Right. Um, and also widely considered the one that we're most likely to do next. <laughs> so. And by most likely, we mean Will. Yes. So. And widely considered, I mean considered by us. Yeah. Um, after that, we're doing our next episode of Wolf. Uh, watch out for Lenslayer on uh, Dishonored. Mm-hmm. Revenge solves everything. Um, I'm starting, by the time this comes out, I'm starting a Let's Play of that where the uh, you've seen Kill Nothing runs, Kill No One. I'm going to kill everyone. So everyone in that world is going to die, and I'm also going to eat all of the snacks in the world. <laughs> so it is a uh, just a snack murder monster has escaped from from a uh, prison and uh, is cutting a hungry swath of revenge mm-hmm. across Dunwall. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Have you started that yet? Um, I mean, a year ago. Okay. Where, <laughs> did, where did you get when you put it down? Of uh, like the second, like, you know, you, you know my habits, man. Like I buy yeah, stuff in the. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, like 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 the third the third mission okay yeah I which it, it was it wasn't because i disliked it i just got distracted so yeah 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 you just had to watch kingpin again <laughs> you <quoted> it. <laughs> <laughs> like, chinatown oh, not kingpin yeah. chinatown come on shit somebody said something about somebody said something about wall street i have to i have to uh, watch that again man um yeah anywho, um that takes what us through the end of the year yeah yeah, we try to keep a couple ahead, though. What's the... Oh, after that? Okay, yeah. Uh, so, Heroes of Might and Magic 3. Yeah. And we are going to be uh, joined, that is a guest episode, kind of like the uh, the Kirby one, by uh, by Brian. Yeah. Omgamoose. Yep, so... Omgamoose, uh, uh, if, you, if you see him on Facebook. But yeah, he, uh, he donated to our Kickstarter and uh, requested that, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and we met him yes. in real life at the uh, the expo, and he's a great guy. Yeah. And uh yeah, and I don't have a it makes a lot of sense for me to be really into those games, but I never got real into them. Like mm-hmm. I picked them up and then got distracted somehow, <laughs> you know, like somebody mentioned I don't know, what movie am I like that about? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, someone mentioned There Will Be Blood and I had to watch all of it. So the uh I couldn't couldn't finish it. But I'm yeah. looking forward to revisiting it. And we've never really done a game exactly like that. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Yeah. That's on GOG. It's uh yeah. I yeah, own it. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then uh, we'll keep the rest of our stuff close to our vest. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been an exceedingly long episode. Yeah. So just, uh, you know, you know the things to do. Yeah. Um, iTunes, tip jar. Yep. Listen to our other shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's probably good. Let's, uh, let's let them off easy. Yeah, let's do that. This week. So, right. and let ourselves off easy. Yeah. So until next time, what should they watch out for? Flamers. Flamers.
between you and Louie, nobody will ever get to see a kiss to build a cream on. Do, What's do you want to do? You want to make that some tits to build some cream on? Okay. Just throwing that out there. Okay, some tits to build. <laughs> I like the idea of when you come on something, you're building cream on it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so gross. Yeah, <laughs> a little gross. Sorry okay. to drag you down. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>